Hello, everyone. Welcome into a long, long-awaited episode of Mozzie and the Muscle. I'm the Muscle, joined by my co-host, Mozzie. Mozzie, how are you doing today? Doing well, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been, been a bit. Uh, we've had a nice, <laughs> very intense free agency period here. Um, and like we've got like three pages worth of just stuff, and it's literally just like bullet, bullet, bullet point, like... There's a lot of stuff going on. Our 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 signings goes down to like U U, like not like 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 W, not like the letter W, but like two U's. So there, <laughs> we've got like what is that? I'm gonna get like around forty new signings and then like a bunch of re-signings. Yeah, it's it goes from like A to Z, and then it goes double A to double Z, and yeah, all the way to double U. It's intense. But um, yeah. So we've got this. We had the combine recently. We've got the draft coming up soon. Um, <laughs> did you see at the combine? Um, I for Dion uh, Sanders is like watching this white guy run the forty, and he does like a four three. And Dion's like, "Whoa, buddy!" Like he didn't expect <laughs> it at all. Yeah. He's like, "This guy can run." He's like, "I better go give him a handshake." <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest thing. They're like, Dion, why are you surprised? And he's like, I can't say that on television. You know that. <laughs> right. White boy can run. I know. That was that was so funny for me. That was a that's probably best combat moment. Well, actually I'm gonna say second best. The best is gonna be um Shaquem Griffin like just balling out. do you think it was the reps that got you more or his forty time? I don't know. Both were impressive. Like because either like put on like a like special prosthetic to do the bench press, right? Already <laughs> got like twenty with that, and then what was this forty time again? Wasn't it like four three eight or something? Four three eight. Yeah, it's insane. And then they and they showed him like catching passes, like <laughs> like the way he does it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, if this guy with one hand gets a pick in the NFL, like that's it. It's over. The NFL <laughs> is over for like the story has ended. Like. It'd be so many hand puns. I can't wait. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of jokes. Some of them terrible, but you know, it's NFL fans. So, yeah, we've got a. Do what? Nothing. Keep going. <laughs> we've got a lot of uh, good stuff to go over, and um, I guess what we'll start with is uh, something something kind of simple. The franchise tags. Um, most notably, Le'Veon Bell got a franchise tag, so. He said he'll play, but I think it's more of like a last year where like, oh, I'll play, but I won't go to training camp or OTAs. Begrudging, begrudgingly, mm-hmm. like I'll play. Like he did say earlier, if you franchise tag me, I'm gonna retire. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, wait. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think he wanted like 15 mil a year. I think they offered him like 12 mil a year, which I don't know for how many years it was. I don't remember, but I, that's. I think the highest paid running back right now, like right around, is like Freeman or like eight million a year or something. So, right, I think they he's getting like fourteen, which is a ton. Yeah, he's getting Just, he's getting a lot this year. So, yeah, it's not QB money, but it's money. I I'm guessing what they'll do is like they'll play him this year and just run him into the ground and then cut him, break him so that another team signs him and he's like broken. Yeah, that's that's what I can that's what I see happening. That's kind of what the uh, Panthers did with Stewart again. Oh, everyone's like, "What are we gonna see more McCaffrey?" I'm like, "Oh, you just wait till they're finished with Stewart." <laughs> right, happens. But yeah, Lev's there. Um, 
that's his fantasy values intact. I mean, Haley's gone, but I don't see that like affecting it much, really. No, probably not. I mean, maybe a little because Haley liked to do the short passes, which Roethlisberger didn't. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll be airing it out more. But I'm sure Lev will still be a huge part of the game. Plan. Oh yeah, of course. And then on to other players staying on the same teams. We got some some re-signings here. We've got uh, Marquise Goodwin. Um, I, I was I was glad they re-signed him because basically what I've what I've heard I like the comparison. He's like he was kind of the Taylor Gabriel for uh, Shanahan in San Fran. Mm-hmm. They but, really liked him. He was a great teammate and a really good dude. He has a nice story. They gave him his money. Yeah. Although my issue with the Taylor Gabriel comparison is like, I think Goodwin's actually like a lot more complete than Taylor Gabriel is. So. Well, Goodwin was the guy who came out of the draft with like this crazy speed. Yeah. Wasn't drafted, right? The combine. Yeah. He's really freaking fast is the point. (laughs) Like he's, (laughs) he's literally an Olympic athlete. So. Right. They weren't sure about how good he would just translate over and he's been pretty damn good. Yeah. This year he's really. Like, he had the opportunity this year, and he definitely shined. And then um, another another good young receiver. We've got Mike Evans, five years, $82.5 million, 55 of a guaranteed. So he's he's sticking around. I mean, I don't think anyone questioned it. but Yeah, I mean, that's a crazy deal, though. And I have to ask this because we just talked about Le'Veon Bell and the money he's getting. I mean, he's upset that he's making only $14 million. And I'm kind of like, hey, dude, you're getting 14 million. Shut up. But then Mike Evans is getting 83 for five years. Like, I'm not. I don't know if I can argue that Mike Evans is more integral to his team than Le'Veon Bell is to the Steelers. Yeah. Well, I I think the the duration was a big part of it because well, how old is Mike Evans and how old is Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, there's there's a few years difference, but also like receivers have a much longer shelf life than running backs. So. Yeah, so Mike, Mike Evans is 24. He's going to turn 25 during the season. And then Le'Veon Bell, he is 26, and he'll turn – oh, he just turned 26. Okay, so there's actually not much of a difference. It's like a year and a half age difference. So, But, yeah, the shelf life's a lot shorter on the running backs. So, like, after this year, Lev may only have, like, a couple good more years. But, like, we know Mike Evans will play till he's, like, 32, barring catastrophic injury. Right, and he has shown like elite wide receiver ability. Yeah, it's just a, someone can get the ball to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. So this Magic's back is the backup now, but I mean, Winston looked really good last year. Like after he got healthy, like that last like four or five games. Yeah, he did. So uh, I think well, I'm ex- I'm excited for them this year. And then they got Kevin Brait back, who <laughs> so his <laughs> deal's actually longer than Mike Evans' deal. Yeah, which... what is up with that? I don't know this like the exact stuff on it, but I imagine he won't play out the whole deal. But yeah, all the people with OJ Howard in Dynasty Leagues are probably like, ah, why? Or just Yeah, I when Winston likes him, that's all I can think of, man. Like that's all I got. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can pull up just how much it is. Because um, he's actually been pretty good the last couple of years. But So he's getting forty one million over six years. And eighteen million is guaranteed, but it's mm-hmm. six years. Yeah, Cameron Brate, and they just signed. They just got OJ Howard. Yeah, maybe last year. Maybe they'll go like what the Pats did with uh, Hernandez and Gronk a while back, and just have like two like fancy relevant tight ends. 
I mean, that's like what they kind of have to do. Or yeah. At least maybe think maybe one is really good at blocking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, well, OJ Howard's a good blocker too. But like, I mean, they'll they'll both get theirs. Like, like pass catching wise, it's going to be you know tough to figure out week to week. So I, I guess if they're Hernandez and Grock, which was going to go to prison then. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> hmm. Cameron Bray seems like the one. <laughs> uh, I kid, I kid. Mostly. <laughs> and then, um, to no one's surprise, Breeze is back with the Saints, duh. I right. did hear there was a t- I don't. they didn't say what team yet that I've seen, but there was a team that like made him like a very tempting offer, apparently. But, I mean, he's got I heard the Vikings did. I don't know who else. Oh. I'm sure a bunch of teams wanted him, but he he took less money to re-sign with the Saints. Yeah, he, I mean, some team offered him like thirty million a year for like a, like a year or two or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Like he would have been the highest paid guy again, but like he pretty much said he's like, yeah, I'm gonna be a Saint. That's it. So makes sense. I don't think like at his current life point he needs that additional twelve million. <laughs> how much he's made or whatever it would end up being. Yeah, he's made a lot of bank and he's in those isn't he in the like the tide commercials or something now? He's in like some like detergent commercials. And <laughs> the then, tide. Yeah. And then <laughs> it's a tie dad. That that was a great Super Bowl commercial. That was I think my favorite. That's Hopper Hopper stole the show. And that um yeah. <laughs> and then we've got McCown back to uh the Jets to Woo! you know to mentor. Uh, well, actually, I heard they told him he was going to start, but uh, eh. I, I don't know. He he might get some looks. He'll yeah. definitely be that veteran QB coach presence though that they need. Yeah, because they've got him, and then we'll talk about it. But they've got Teddy now, and then I a lot of things say they're going to draft someone. So like I'm very curious how that goes. I, I'm not sure. I think they're gonna try to get mayfield i really do hmm. but like what happens if the bills sneak up grab mayfield they're gonna be like all right yeah quite awesome. it's interesting to watch it play out there's a lot of good qbs in this <laughs> draft so it's gonna be kind of cool to see and then we've got yeah it's this this draft like that running back and quarterback is pretty dang deep oh yeah like there and there are one <laughs> There are a lot of like legitimate running backs like that won't that won't all go like super early, but like I think there's probably like eight of them that I'd say like would have been like first round legitimate last year. Really? I mean, okay. I mean, if we, we can go through them during the draft one, but I mean, obviously Saquon, guys, Chubb, um, Sony Michelle, like, mm-hmm. um, there's a couple more I can't think of the top of my head, but like, they're like we thought last year's was good. But like this year is, is, I think it's gonna be better. So, um, yeah, and and nobody knows how it's gonna play out yet. Like, there's nothing yeah. is. That's what's crazy. Yeah, we're gonna have a nice running back resurgence uh, again. But yeah, that gets. Uh, it's funny looking at how like the NFL goes back and forth between like running heavy, pass heavy, and it, it's really just like you can see like it, a lot of it's based on draft talent. Like, there's there haven't been as many good receivers like this past couple of years i mean obviously like sometimes it takes a bit but like like going into this draft here we've got like all these running backs and people are like oh Cortland sutton might be good and like that's it so yeah there's like calvin ridley is like your top wide receiver and that's like there's nobody else even in the top 20 i think yeah so that's i don't know it's interesting to see how it goes back and forth but anyway so speaking of wide receiver 
We've got Marquise Lee going back to the Jags. Marquise um, Lee. Yeah, his I, I like like how his like it's kind of interesting to see how his career has gone just because you know he like he, like people thought he was going to be a huge bust and he finally like got healthy, got his chance and then shined because he, he's always been super talented cuz wasn't he like a pretty high draft pick? Uh yeah, he was. He was a high draft pick and we all know how much that like actually helps. Yeah, yeah, he was the Jags' second round pick in 2014. So I imagine that was like what pick 37 at, <laughs> or something. Yeah. If the Jags had it, yeah, no offense, but uh, he's only 26, so you still got plenty of years ahead of him. And then, lastly, for some fantasy relevant resignings, I mean, there's a lot more resignings that are like um, defensive side or like more minor, but we're just sticking to the fantasy relevant ones. Did I cut out? Hello. I've got you cut out for a second there. Oh, uh, where'd I cut out at? <laughs> Hello? Yo. Can you hear me fine? Yeah, we're good. All right, where, where'd I cut out? Um, Right after Lee. Okay. Right, and then, yeah, so we, ha- we have Lee there, and then we've got Burt Kett here, lastly, uh, back to the pads. I think it was a couple-year deal. But, I, I mean, I didn't see him going anywhere else just because he was super backup caliber with the Bengals and Bill Belichick made something of him. So, I think the rest of the teams realized, like, oh, this is a Belichick byproduct. Yeah. Um, I, I, he'll do well there. They did lose Deion Lewis, too, so maybe he'll get a little more action there. He was really starting to come through at the end of the year. Yeah, they've still got Burkhead, or sorry, Burkhead, White, and Gillisley. And then I, who knows who else I signed? Maybe maybe Woodhead. <laughs> Any Woodhead. Yeah, but um, yeah. So those those are the re-signings. And by, and by the way, we're, this is like we're just doing you know like fantasy relevant stuff. I'm not I'm not going to talk about you know Brent Grimes and stuff. But <laughs> we can we can do that later on. But for now, we're just sticking yeah. with fantasy relevant stuff. All right. So on to the uh, new signings. I guess I have it labeled re-signings and signings. So. The, the the new stuff and man there is a lot there are a lot of them and like not all of them were fantasy relevant but like let's see we got one two three four five there were a lot of good ones and we could do a few more than just fantasy relevant here because yeah. they were uh these were the guys that weren't traded but have ended up on a new team of some sort yeah probably the big contract Mm-hmm. And I've got, um, see, I've got 20 uh, marked as, like, fantasy relevant, like, directly. Okay. And obviously, like, technically all of it is fantasy relevant because, you know, like, so Sherman to the 49ers, like, that's not yeah. directly fantasy relevant, but, like, when your receiver goes up against them now, like, you're going to account for it, so. Yep, that 49er defense. <laughs> Jimmy G. Yeah, we'll see how much that helps. <clears throat> the Jimmy G era. Yeah, I'm really curious to see how Sherman does off of the Seahawks. I, It's going to be interesting. <laughs> a lot of people like to claim that his success was due to Cam Chancellor and the rest of the secondary. So I'll have to see if he can kind of perform on his own. Mm-hmm. I think he's still a great cornerback. Oh, yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll still do fine. I don't think it'll... Because, like, I know with Namdi Asamoah, when he went from, like, Raiders to Eagles, he had a huge drop-off, and it made me sad. They just use him totally improperly. And I, I think I think the 49ers will be smart enough to use him, like, how he should be used. Yeah. I, 
Kyle Shanahan is very good at using players to their strengths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he knows what he's doing. But um, so yeah, well, I guess we'll start with um, what was the the first kind of quarterback domino to fall was uh, Keaton to the Broncos. Oh yeah. So this this was kind of when like you know they realized they weren't getting Kirk Cousins. So yeah, I, some people said they never even really had a shot, which I didn't quite believe, but. Mm-hmm. Keenan went to the Broncos before uh, Cousins went to the uh, well, to the Vikings, but so it was kind of crazy the way the timing of it played out. Yeah, and I mean, it's okay. So this one, this one's obviously an upgrade from um, anyone they had there. So like this, <laughs> uh, this like this definitely helps like everyone who was there like previously. Like it's better for you know Sanders and Demarius Thomas. Um, I'd say it's, it's better for whatever the running back is. I don't know if they're gonna keep CJ or cut him. I think they cut him, but um, it's better. It's I guess they're just better for the whole team. So yeah, and who knows exactly what we're gonna get out of Keenum? Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the big question mark is we don't know if he's going to be last year's Keenum. If that was just something he finally clicked, or if he's gonna regress to previous case Keenum. Yeah, I um. <laughs> I, th- I think we get somewhere in between, honestly. I think, I okay, I believe he will start quite well, but I think it'll taper off a bit. I, I wrote in parentheses Chad Kelly time, <laughs> kind of mostly sort of as a joke. I, I like Chad Kelly a lot, and so I was glad they got uh, Keenum and not um, Cousins because I feel Keenum is less of a block to Chad Kelly's path to success than Cousins would have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah who knows? I, I, I don't know. It, Cousins has his own drawbacks too, and the cap hit that the Broncos would have taken him as opposed to Keenum is immense. Oh yeah. But yeah, that, this definitely upgrades the Broncos just in general. Yes, <laughs> and way then, better than Osweiler, Assweiler, <laughs> the Brocket ship, the Brocket. Um, Lobster. Oh yeah, I guess I guess real quick going back to some of the re-signings. I'm trying to think like, I I think Goodwin's value will be a little lower this year just because more people will be coming back. Um, but everyone else I see about the same. Um, I think Lee's value will be about the same. Burkhead's <laughs> will be about the same. Evans will probably increase from last year, but maintain like constant in his general production. Yeah, with well, these kind of a down one. Yeah, I mean, but even his his down year was a thousand yard season. But I think most of these resignings are pretty consistent on the value. But um, yeah, Keenum to the Broncos. I don't. I think it hurts Keenum's value a tiny bit. Like, I think his production will be like a tad down on the season, just because I was still think the like the Broncos are as good as the Vikings are like around the Q- yeah, yeah. So like. Because last year you could like pretty much every game you could count on Keenum for what twenty fantasy points at like pretty much like you're like I know this guy will get me twenty and that was that's helpful but like I think it's gonna be a little more volatile this year. Yeah, I I can see that and plus Diggs and Thielen were the best if not one of the best uh, receiving duos. Yeah, and Demarius and Sanders are good, but they're not as good or as young. Yeah, that's the biggest one, the as young, but um. Yeah, I think I think uh, Keaton and Sanders will like or like each other. I, I think this is a big bigger boost to Sanders than anyone, honestly, just because he kind of fits the Thielen role a bit. 
Yeah, I could see that. Um, so yeah, on to um, some other other guys. We had um, there there were a lot of there were a couple really big uh, receiver options. Uh, one of them was Allen Robinson, who's going to the Bears. Oh man, I don't I don't know. I I really don't know how I feel about this actually. Like you don't know whether you like the fantasy implication or not. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. Between this and Burton, like obviously, like Trubisky is helped. It's the second year. Like Trubisky stock is gonna be like skyrocketing. So, mm-hmm. but there have not like the Bears have never been like fantasy wonderland for like passing. Like it just hasn't ever been. No, I mean Alshon Jeffrey was their best wide receiver I can think of in yeah. recent years, and then they have Brandon Marshall was good. Yeah, but like oh, I'm, I'm trying to look at like their best their best seasons there. Like it's some teams just like aren't ever like huge. Like so, Alshon Jeffrey had 1,400 yards, seven touchdowns, 89 catches. Um, the next year he had this was 13 and 14. Then he had 85 for uh, 1,110. So he had two pretty good years there. And then let's see, Brandon Marshall. What did he had? I, I I think were these all with Jay Cutler? I'm trying to remember who was there for these. Yeah, that was the cutlet. And then yeah, Brandon and Marshall had um, a a good year or two there. Yeah, he had two good years there. But like, br- okay, Brandon Marshall's a Hall of Famer, and then Alshon Jeffrey is like also really good. So it, I guess it really depends on what you think of Allen Robinson and Trubisky. Like, do you think? <laughs> I know I got no obviously saying like, oh, is Trubisky better than Cutler? That's kind of a funny way to put it, but. Like I think, I think okay. Like he'll be fine, but I don't expect him to like blow the roof off or anything. Yeah, I don't. It's only his second year, and the second year is always kind of like a big evaluation stage for how a rookie quarterback is progressing. I just don't think that uh, it's gonna be that big of a change from last year i don't like i don't think alan robinson is going to be a top 15 wide receiver yeah no, I, I would like i would i would take that bet too yeah like i would bet against him doing that uh trey burton might be a touchdown machine though I'll oh yeah that. i could i could see that <laughs> i mean I, he's i mean he's, what did they i think didn't they like tender cameron meredith or something i'm trying to remember how it went i think but, so it's just like Allen Robinson's like he's clearly the number one option there. So like he may just buy pure volume, like get it done. But eh. I, I I may be hating on the Bears a little too much, but I, I feel like it's fair to say like the Bear like they're just like, like the Bears, like the Jets, like some teams are just never like huge fantasy producers in the passing game. Like right. some of it's weather driven, like so. And plus that division. Yeah. Oh my god. That division's gonna be so fun to watch next year. Yeah, he has he does have to deal with uh Rhodes twice a year and uh Darius Slay twice a year. So that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, and a much improved on assuming Detroit defense with Matt Patricia and all the they their free agency has been purely upgrading their defense pretty much. So Yeah. I mean I guess with Allen Robinson, I, I guess I've probably been a little too hard on him. Just like being on the Bears makes me think like, uh. But 
he did pretty okay with Blake Bortles throwing to him as well. <laughs> like, this guy is really good. So, Dude. I just say, like, I could see, like, pretty much, like, that borderline wide receiver 1-2 being a pretty likely outcome. He's going to be wide receiver 18. That's my prediction. Yeah, I, I'd maybe give him a little. I would say he'll be, like, because I don't think a ceiling is, is, like, I think maybe, like, wide receiver, like, 10 would be, like, his ceiling. But okay. so I, I I would man if I had to I guess if we're saying like top twelve is wide receiver one just because I got this twelve team league <clears throat> yeah I I would because man like you think okay Odell's coming back we've got Sammy on the Chiefs and Tyreek on the Chiefs that's gonna be crazy I I, I the I, the odds are against him finishing as a wide receiver one but it's gonna it'll be I think it'll be close it'll be borderline but. People, I think, I think he'll be a little overdrafted. I don't know, or maybe the Bears thing will scare people off. We're gonna have to see a big improvement from Trubisky because he wasn't attempting the kind of passes last year that would translate to Robinson being relevant. I think that's for sure. Aggie too, that might help. But I just, aside from Alshon and. Um, Marshall, like I can't think of any like fantasy relevant Bears receivers. Like that's like it. Yeah, they're uh, they're franchise leading wide receivers. Like they're the top receivers in their franchise are from the early eras of football. It has it's been like forty years. Yeah, and like Cutler's their leading passer. I'm pretty sure. So Is he, he's ahead of McMahon. Oh man. Let me let me look at Bears leading passers. But I think I think my argument stands pretty firm. Yeah, that Jay Jay Cutler is oh my gosh, but like nine thousand yards are leading passer. Oh my god. Yeah, so if Jay Cutler is your like most prolific passer in your franchise's history, I think I, I make a good historical argument about <laughs> <laughs> Bear, <laughs> not to be a dick, but <laughs> I, I, no, I feel no, like it makes you're, sense you're definitely like on the money there <laughs> yeah Alshon Jeffrey is their number three all-time leading receiver um that was but yeah the other two guys ahead of him were like pre-1970 so right yeah actually Forte's number seven on the list that's kind of funny anyway we're getting off track but yeah the Bears <laughs> like History tells me to not have high expectations. So, but um, I guess on to the next big old wide receiver signings. Sammy Watkins uh, signing with the Chiefs, like as I'm pretty sure, like barring anything crazy, that seems to be the path it's taking. Um, I did not expect that at all. <laughs> yeah, I was actually pretty surprised by this move. Because uh, let's be honest, last year. The Chiefs' problems didn't really seem that offensive. Yeah. As a whole, like they could have used a few different pieces, but they had Tyreek Hill, um, and what's his face, Kareem Hunt. Like they, Travis Kelsey. Why not get a defensive player? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I guess they really, really want to make sure Mahomes succeeds. Like I don't know. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's definitely for the Mahomes connection. That's the only thing that makes sense is they want Mahomes to have Sammy Watkins. But doesn't I mean Tyreek Hill is faster than him. Yeah, like Tyreek, like 
is they're both pretty dang fast. Like people don't give Sammy enough credit for how fast he actually is. But as far as like midfield stuff, that's definitely like an improvement over what they had because they did have like Albert Wilson and some other like guys who haven't done anything in the league. So like I mean I guess like for middle of the field stuff, Sammy's an improvement. But I mean obviously they have Travis Kelsey too. Like they have a ton of firepower now. Yeah. <laughs> so. Because they got they've got Hunt and Way in the backfield, and they've got yeah Kelsey, Tyreek, and Sammy Watkins. I, I as far as Sammy Watkins' fantasy value though, um, what did he have last year? I know he had like eight touchdowns last year, so it wasn't like terrible, but the yards and catches were not there. He was very like much a flyer. It was kind of taking a gamble on whether you thought he would be the one this week. Yeah, it was 39 catches for 593 yards and eight touchdowns. Okay, that's bad. Yeah, the eight touchdowns aren't bad. His his yards per catch has always been like a 15 plus guy, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I think it goes up. Like, uh, I have to imagine it increases from last year. I don't see him getting under 40 catches. Like, <laughs> I just don't. Like, it's Andy Reid. Like. <laughs> And Sammy Watkins is actually like, like he'll turn twenty five in June. Like he's still super young. Twenty five. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, he's not he even twenty five yet. How is he that young? He must have been really young. Yeah, he up. was he was twenty one in his first year in twenty fourteen, which it feels like he's been in the league longer too. But yeah, he's only with the Bills for the three years. Wow. But um, yeah, I mean, if he can stay healthy, that's that's the biggest thing for him. It's, that's always been his issue is like staying fully healthy. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I guess the Rams wanted to keep him, which is yeah. interesting too. Um, money talks, though. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess would have rather played for the Rams in LA than the Chiefs in Kansas City with what, like, just from the results of last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, both lost in the first round, but <laughs> um, I, it's fair. Yeah. I thought um, the Rams were more promising. Oh yeah, for sure. Had that mid-season lull where they were kind of didn't really understand what was happening, and they didn't never really regained all that firepower. So yeah, maybe that's what they're looking for. They're looking for the explosiveness of Sammy Watkins. Yeah, I think I think if anyone, this maybe would knock Kelsey's stock a tiny bit. I don't think it impacts Hill. I know, I don't. I think he'll stay the same. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like I like with Hill. Like I think maybe his. Volume goes down a tiny bit, but I think his efficiency would go up maybe a little bit. But he probably stays the same. Like I said, I think, I think Kelsey's volume may go down a tad. But I don't know because like there was no like wide there was no like wide receiver too there. It was Tyreek and Kelsey and Hunt. So yeah, I yeah, mean, I mean it was the WR two basically. Yeah, so I I think it'll go well, but mostly this is just like Mahomes watch. <laughs> Yeah, no, so he should have pretty good fantasy relevance, right? Yeah, I mean, I'd imagine he's got a lot of... <laughs> he likes to go deep, and he has that option now with Tyreek and Kelsey and Sammy. So <laughs> so how do you think this shakes out for L.A., though? For L.A.? Yeah, so with, with Sammy leaving, what are your thoughts on like the L.A. pass catchers now? Well, see, Robert Woods is should be like the guy you target for. First, I think because I 
he looked really good last year when he wasn't injured. Mm-hmm. And he does, I don't think he has a tendency to be injured. I think that was sort of uh, just an unfortunate situation. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> Cup will most likely get more of the catches and certainly improve as well. Um, I don't know what to expect, though, in terms of, like, will Robert Woods continue to get his own production plus Sammy Watkins? I don't know if that's likely, but I do. I, I like both of them, honestly, both those receivers. Yeah. For me, I, what, okay. One of the tight ends has to take a step forward. I think, um, I'm not sure which one it'll be, but I, I mean, I'm not going to bank on it. So they've got, they've got Higby and Everett, right? Okay. I think so. Maybe unless they cut one of them, who knows? I'm not hundred percent sure, but, um, like for me, like I'm I'm higher on Cup now just because I don't I don't know if Woods is like good enough to co- consistently beat like top corner coverage because like Sammy got all the last year so like I don't that's gonna all be on Woods now so I don't know if like how he'll do with that but like Cup's never gonna like see the top guy really so yeah he's the you know middle of the field slant route kind mm-hmm. of guy. And so I definitely do like Cup. I I think Woods will do well though. Last year he did show me that he is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has speed and can make plays. Yeah, I I think he'll be a little overdrafted though. Uh yeah, I don't think I would draft him uh, before the. Ooh, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Before like the fourth. <laughs> I probably won't be having any Robert Woods just because I don't. I won't. I don't like him as much as everyone else will i just i just know i won't <laughs> okay i would i mean i personally would take cup first before him yeah and i think cup will fall a lot later so like i'll, I'll be getting cup and not woods probably but then i'm well, I'm, I'm keeping him in our league so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm screwed on that front man i'll figure it out i'll figure something out i'll manage <laughs> i've got a lot of late picks man <laughs> a lot of flyers <laughs> you do yeah because well because I, I traded for AB because I remember I sent Josh, uh, I sent Tyreek to Josh. And then um, obviously AB got hurt. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So, because <laughs> Tyreek would have been a fifth round. That would have been nice. But um, yeah, anyway, so speaking of uh, Tyreek, uh, Albert Wilson is now leaving Tyreek and going to the Dolphins. Um, the Dolphins. I'd. I, I don't know if this matters that much. Like, he's a receiver, but he'll be the number three after Parker and Stills, right? Like, I would imagine after Parker. Stills, yeah, I don't know what he does, man. Sometimes he's out there. Well, Matt Moore throws to him. He's, <laughs> he's number right. one. He needs Matt Moore to be the QB. I don't even know who the quarterback's going to be. Tannehill, right? I assume. A lot of people are talking. The Dolphins want a quarterback from this draft as well. I I mean, I would, I kind of expect them to just to see like, oh, we give Tannehill a year. Let's see how it goes. But yeah, and then it isn't Cutler on there for two years, or was it only one? I I think it was one. I assume he's retiring now. He needs to. (laughs) Yeah, but um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Albert Wilson really. Maybe like late round flyer, if, if in case like maybe Devonte Parker, like never pans out. But that's all I can think of. Oh man, that team just seems like such a mess. They, it's, yeah, they are. <laughs> they fucked up the Sioux thing so bad. Like, 
The fact that they had to cut him is, yeah, it's bad. Right, they couldn't even rework it. Yeah, nope. That GM is messing up. But um, so <laughs> on to another one. We got Trey Burton. Oh yeah. Um, to the Bears, which I I did not expect the Bears, but um, I I think your prediction of he can be a touchdown machine is pretty accurate. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of him in the red zone next year. He could be like like what Jimmy Graham was, probably with like 10 touchdowns, but like 600 yards. Yeah, for the Seahawks. Yeah. Because, He's in the red zone. Maybe a couple short yardage plays, but yeah. mostly it's in the end zone. Because even with like Zach Ertz in Philly, he still like produced some weeks. And like the one or two weeks uh, that uh, Ertz was out, he like killed it. Yeah, he had. 23 catches this year, and he had five touchdowns this year. So, yeah, and he like, can block. He can block quite well. This guy, I was, I was sure how his, how his blocking was. So that's nice, but yeah, he's not like for a tight end. He's a little shorter. He's six three, which like most of these pass catching tight ends are like six six. They're just like enormous human beings. Which I mean, <laughs> he's still a large person, but it's kind of interesting. I, I mean, I think it's a good move. It definitely helps Trubisky too, of course. Yeah, I think that line needs help. So if he could block too and just you know get out of there and catch the end zone passes, I I don't know. The Bears are making the right moves. It's just how much uh, will it translate? All right. So super early guess. Where do you think Trey Burton finishes among tight ends? Like among tight ends? Because um, this year tight end was bad. I don't think it'll be as it bad next really- year. It'll be. It was really weak, and I kind of am expecting a little bit of that this year too. Uh, maybe not as bad. I could see him in the like that dead range, which was like eight to eleven. Yeah. Because you have your top five tight ends basically, which are like Gronk and Ertz and Kelsey, um, maybe and like a couple others here and there. But then you have the guys that are good at one thing and not the other. Yeah. <laughs> Which so, is like they're good at getting yards and catches but not touchdowns. Or they're good at getting touchdowns but not yards and catches. So yeah. they're kind of just like meh. Yeah, so let, let me read off the top some of the top tight ends. So we had obviously had Gronk, Kelsey, Ertz. And then we had Graham and Ingram. We had Walker and Rudolph. That's what you expect. And then so Doyle was number eight. That's kind of like, okay, I can see that. And then... So, Brait was 9, Witten was 10, Benjamin Watson was 11, oh, God. Eric Ebron was 12. So, <laughs> and then, guy, guy, I think, so Hunter Henry was 14, I think he makes a jump. Um, like, Howard was 19, which I don't know how he'll do. But, um, yeah, so like... I would put him around 8. Yeah, so Burton was tied in 26 this past year, but he was also a backup, so... Yeah, I, so I would put him around 8, because... The Jack Doyle Cameron break from last year is about where I'm seeing him. Yeah, and so he that one game that uh, Ertz missed, he had five catches for 71 yards and two touchdowns. So, yeah, that was the Rams game that Ertz missed. So, like, he also uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, which I don't, I don't, I, don't, I have no clue how much Trubisky will use the tight end, like. He did some last year, but they also had literally nothing. So I think like a top twelve finish is very, very like plausible for Burton. I do too. Yeah, I can see it. All right, so now on to the the big in the big one. Uh, 
Kirk Cousins. Kurt? <laughs> Captain Kirk. Don't tell your cousins. No, um, didn't make any, that did not make any sense. Okay. Um, so, obviously, Vikings, yeah. Um, where do you... Okay, I guess we'll start with how do we see Kirk Cousins' value going? Okay. Here's the thing. For reference, uh, he was he finished as uh, quarterback six in our league uh, last year. Yeah, I think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback all in all. However, mm-hmm. at some point, you kind of have to say what's wrong with him <laughs> because there's a winning factor that he doesn't seem to have. <laughs> He's getting the stats, but the production hasn't been there so for the team. You don't like that. I am <laughs> on Kirk Cousins. I am. I there. I'm so as everybody knows, I'm kind of I'm like a big Jets fan, and the Jets were in contention to get Cousins, and I personally really just want Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I didn't want Cousins as much as I wanted Mayfield. I don't know. See, the problem with Minnesota is they went to the NFC freaking championship last year with Case Keenum. Mm -hmm. The pressure on Cousins is monumental. If he finishes anywhere below NFC Championship, then he is, like, people are going to say that it wasn't worth it. Yeah, which it's it sucks because now, like, Rodgers is actually going to be back. So that's, like, the worst part. Like, okay, wait, wait. It is insanely tough. I mean, if okay, if Rodgers doesn't get hurt, like, I mean, what? Like, what do they think? Like, do do the Vikings get as far as they do? Like, does does Case keep playing? Does Teddy get a shot? Like, do the Vikings even like get out of the first round? Like, I mean, there's so many like things that could fall differently if Rodgers doesn't get hurt. And like, I know. it's it's crazy. Like, I, I if Rodgers didn't get hurt, I don't think the Vikings like make it as far as they do, just because the Packers are in the way. Like. No, they're not going to sweep the Packers this year. Oh, yeah. Like, I know the Packers as a team aren't, like, good, but Rodgers is insane. So, like, I mean, Kirk's got to – okay, the, the Vikings-Packers games are now going to be really freaking good. But – Yes. <laughs> I mean, Kirk Cousins had a really, really bad O-line last year. Like, they got hurt. Like, so – like, there were a lot of injuries, and he made it through some of that. So, like, I give him credit there. Um, as so like fantasy wise, like I mean, quarterback six sounds about right still, like six to eight range, right? I mean, yeah, that's that's a that's fair, at least from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, I think it'll be done more consistently. Um, his his numbers were kind of up and down, but like, because what what Case Keenum pretty much got you what like that twenty points a week more or less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like so weeks ten and on. Keaton was like, like I guess ten through fifteen. Keaton was like super consistent. Like, I I can pretty much see Kirk Cousins, you know, getting you that twenty twenty two every game, and finishing you know like around QB five or six. But I don't I don't I don't think his end result changes that much. I guess so. On like for the his weapons now, um, Rudolph, Thielen, Diggs, Rudolph. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I I like that. Yeah, I think Rudolph's a big beneficiary. Yeah, he loves his tight end. He needs his checkdowns to the tight end. Mm-hmm. Mason Rudolph should be a big beneficiary of this trade. You mean uh, Kyle Rudolph? Kyle, is it Kyle Rudolph? <laughs> yeah, Mason Rudolph's the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> For, <laughs> you're stuck on the draft. Uh, yeah. 
stupid red nose. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that helps. So with with Diggs and Thielen, this is okay. This is where I'm torn because like Kurt Cousins gets flack for his like deep ball accuracy. I think it's a a little unfair just because who has he really had to throw a deep ball to? Like he had Deshaun Jackson for like a brief second, but it's a little bit of both. I think it's a little column A, column B. Mm-hmm. I think if he has a dynamic deep threat that elevates his deep ball because he doesn't have to be perfect with it. If he Mm. had Calvin Johnson there, he could lob it up and he would catch it wherever he fucking puts it or Larry Fitzgerald, you know? Yeah. Like, um, he's an elevate a mediocre deep threat receiver, which we had in Terrell prior last year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I guess 2014 and 2016 were Deshaun Jackson's two like healthy years in Washington um, he, he had thousand yard seasons those years and had like pretty high yards per catch and stuff. So like, like it worked out for him there. But I think like so, how many like passes did Josh Jackson drop though that like Kirk Cousins did nail? There were a couple. Like yeah, there were a few. There there were definitely some drops that like Kirk Cousins had on the money. So that, that's why I, I'm talking about that just because of like Diggs versus Thielen. Like well, Diggs is a guy who should be able to really elevate Cousins. Yeah, because like people categorize like are gonna categorize Thielen as like possession receiver, like because he's white. But like, <laughs> right? He like he has deep speed though. Like people don't realize that that like, while like they do play Thielen in the slot some, but like they've played Diggs in the slot before. Like they'll set up both deep. Like they could both do a lot of stuff. So like I don't I don't know if it necessarily helps one more than the other. To be honest. Yeah, I don't. I don't, yeah, I don't think it, well, okay, let me back back, because last year, Diggs actually was not, like, at the end of the year, Diggs' fantasy production went way down. I think, like, okay, I know Diggs, like, started, like, on hot fire from hell, but, like, yeah. and then he tapered off a lot, and then he got healthy again, and, like, his last couple of games were good. Yeah. Okay. I want to see his stats and maybe it averaged out. So, okay, week. Yeah, he finishes wide receiver 20. Um, okay. So, week one, he had seven catches for 93 yards and two touchdowns. Week three, he had eight catches for 173 and two touchdowns. Jesus. Um, His next game was five for 98. And then, so week five through seven, he was pretty much hurt. Week, week eight, he was pretty much still kind of hurt. Week nine was a bye. Um, so week 10 and on, he, like, kind of picked it up a bit. He had, like, a couple of good fantasy finishes. Yeah, but, well, um, week 11, he was 4 for 32. And then week 12, he was 5 for 66. Yeah. 2 for 32. I but guess that's more got, those last three weeks, yeah. I would expect Diggs to do better than last year. I think he'll yeah. have a yard season. And so, they're like, he does he stay healthy? <laughs> right. Which obviously can't predict, but we, yeah, that's not something unfortunately we can predict. Sometimes you just have that gut feeling though, like this dude's getting hurt this year. I'm not drafting this fucker. Yeah, <laughs> but like yeah, Thielen was ten, Diggs was twenty. Like they're both really good players. So I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm curious how like what their ADP will end up being come draft season. Yeah, it's weird because they also the Vikings are just such a complete team. They also have that run game. 
Yeah, everyone, like, Dalvin Cook's coming back. I, honestly, I, I'll probably take whichever receiver falls later, to be fully honest. Yeah, I could, yeah, that's not a bad little strategy, honestly. Yeah, I mean, that worked for you last year, so. <laughs> I think Diggs will, I don't actually, I don't know. Diggs like will go just... higher because the ceiling's higher. I mean, it's it's going to happen. Diggs is, Diggs is more talented, but it's just a matter of consistency and health. Thielen's got that route running, though. Uh-huh. It's just great. That's why I think he's going to like Cousins a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's interesting. I, I feel like they're both going to be pretty good next year. Yeah, I don't I don't think either one sees like a decrease in value. Like, I, I may, Okay, maybe like Thielen's not top 10. But I can see them. I can see them both being like thirteen and fourteen, pretty much at the end of the year. Yeah, both like, like there was that year with um, Fitzpatrick, where Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker were like eight. Yeah, <laughs> it could be one I of don't those. See that, but I can see one of them being like ten, and the other being fifteen to like. Yeah. 16. So this past year, Marvin Jones was nine, Golden Tate was fifteen. I can see that happening. That seems pretty yeah, likely. That's a good one. That's a good mm-hmm. example. But um, yeah, and obviously I'm I'm gonna be targeting Dalvin Cook hard, but that's a separate story, kind of. <laughs> um, all right, so that's that's a lot about that one. Um, so Paul Richardson went to the Redskins. I I don't see it as much as everyone else does. Maybe I don't know. It was like five years, forty million. I did not get that at all. But From his performance last year, I yeah, I don't get that at. He all. wasn't like bad. I just, mm, I think it's the bad move. Personally. I mean, that was okay. I could be totally wrong in this, but to me, that felt like a team offering Keeling Cole that kind of money. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like he had like a couple really good games where he stepped up, but was ultimately like a wide receiver three in that system. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, yeah. I just I don't think he's worth that money, and the Redskins are. The Redskins are so fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> oh my God, like, change your name. Come on, just do it. Like, yeah. it's gotta happen, but like, not I until Dan Snyder dies. Like, your identity at this point, so people forget. Yeah, I mean, like, like I'm not gonna like, like, ideally, I would just say Washington instead of the Redskins, but like, I, I'm like. I'm going to write Redskins and eventually just say it. So like I can't, I can't, I can't fully commit to it just because like I know I'm gonna slip at some point. <laughs> but I will, I will try to say Washington as much as possible because I do think they should change their name. Just because like potatoes. Yeah, or just the Red Hawks, like what, like literally what Miami did. <laughs> what Miami? Yeah. <laughs> just the Reds. Yeah, even that, like, <laughs> just because <laughs> like with Miami, it was like. They were like, hey, guys, this is kind of offensive. Can you change it? And we were like, sure, yeah. Like, we're not going to be like, oh, but do all of you find it? (laughs) Are all of you offended by this? Everyone think it's offensive? What do the white people think? Like, (laughs) like, (laughs) just just be the Red Hawks. It'll be fine. Like, it'll look cooler, I promise. They could just be the skins, and they just have to, like, always be the team shirtless. <laughs> That's honestly the best idea I've heard. <laughs> oh man. Actually, okay, are there any NFL like what what NFL teams are like red? Like the Niners, um Cardinals, yeah. uh Tampa, the Falcons. Yeah, like the Car- the Cardinals do like the red and white. That's what that's what like I'm thinking like Miami wise. So I mean they could do like 
a red, black, and white. I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, yeah. like, the Falcons uniforms look cool for a reason. Like, the Cardinals uniforms aren't bad. Like, I don't know. Anyway, Redskins have been, like, they're, like, red and yellow. Like, maroon and yellow. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> it's ketchup and mustard. <laughs> where, where, are the, where are the hot dogs? Where, <laughs> keep, keep your colors the same and be the hot dogs. Where are the yeah. wa- Washington Metwursts? The Washington Wieners. <laughs> the Washington Wieners. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call them now. The Wieners. The Wieners. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, um, Richardson's now with the Washington Wieners. Um, I don't know what that does for their receiving core, but, man, they're going to be bad. Well, uh, Terrell Pryor has gone, right? Uh, yeah. Ryan Griffith is gone. So uh, they've got last year. Yeah, so they've got yeah Richardson, they've got Doxson, they've got Crowder. Crowder. So, I, th- it's it. I think it all depends on Doxson anyway. But I mean, they've got Alex Smith there now, which I, I should realize that. And then um, I remembered that. I don't know how Jordan Reed's gonna be health wise, but eh. like if Jordan Reed stays healthy, Alex Smith's gonna hit him all day. But I don't, I don't, I'm not touching Paul Richardson in a draft. So, God. yeah, me neither. Maybe like if he's still there in the 14th. Yeah, one of my like seven like late round picks I may use on him. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's, that's enough about them. Um, so Bradford to the Cardinals. Um, over under uh, five and a half games played for him. Oh, I'll, do, I'll take uh, oh, over. <laughs> you had to think about that. If he plays six, that's over, right? Yeah. <laughs> God, twenty million. Too. What? What if I put the over under at six and a half? Oh God. That's probably like the tough spot, but like, because like I I don't because uh, half half a season I'll take the under. The problem is that offensive line didn't do Carson Palmer any favors last year. Yeah. It didn't do Carson Palmer any favors. It's not going to do Bradford anything either. Yeah. What's their, uh, wonder what their, I guess it depends what their bye week is. <laughs> Cause like if they have like a week four bye, I'll give them like, you know, an extra game or two, but <laughs> oh man. Anyway, yeah, that, that division's going to be tough though, man. Oh God. So, so tough. One of the yeah. toughest. That NFC is just getting gross right now. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so I guess we'll talk fantasy implications. Obviously, you know, Fitzgerald, duh. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, John Brown. So they got Jerron. So after Fitz and David Johnson, there is actually nothing there. It is <laughs> it is doo-doo there beyond. Because <laughs> they've got, like, Nelson and Jerron Brown. Maybe J.J. Nelson, but, like, Bradford to Nelson? Glennon's the backup. He's going to see the field at some point. Yeah, he is. Like, if they Not better draft, like, Lamar Jackson. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I actually would love that. Yeah, I think that's a really good fit. But, like, I mean, okay, aside aside from Fitz and David Johnson, I'm not touching any Cardinals anyway, so I don't know if this really matters that much for fantasy right now. I don't even know if I'm touching either of them with what the quarterback situation yeah. looks like. I will just because David Johnson is that good and Fitz is still that good. So, Yeah, Fitz is like a generation of 
just awesomeness. One of yeah. my favorite players. Maybe you, you draft him and sell high on him after the first couple weeks. That way, when Bradford gets hurt, you just <laughs> like eshed in already. Yeah, I mean, he did fine with Stanton and Gabbert. So, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, all right. Anyway, so uh, Danny playoffs. Uh, Danny Amendola is now a Dolphin. So, Ooh. oh, yeah. I guess I could have looked down, like, three inches to realize that when we were talking about uh, Albert Wilson, that Danny Amendola was there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess they're both, like, the threes there. Because, like, I still think Stills is... Stills is underrated. I think he's still better than both of them, and obviously Parker's going to be the one. So I, I just think it's a big clusterfuck there, and I'm not going to touch any Dolphins. Yeah. So what is Wilson just kind of like a like a depth guy? They gave him a good amount of money, didn't they? Let me look it up. I thought it was like it wasn't forty million. It was it was a three year deal. I think it was like three year twenty million, maybe. <laughs> Sounds like they're trying to build this spread offense with like Wilson and Amendola being your quick guys running yeah, slam. Yeah, it was. Uh, who's Kenyon Drake? Yeah, it was three years, twenty-four million. Um, which what has Albert Wilson actually done, like, in the NFL? I was I was I was gonna say in his life, but that was kind of mean. What has he done in his in his NFL career? I don't know. I Pretty like much James nothing. Talked about him a few times. He's done nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah, He's like astish. Last year was his best year: forty-two catches for five fifty-four and three touchdowns. Uh, yeah, mm. fifty-two catches. Forty-two catches. Oh, forty-two. Okay, so he had about as many as Sammy Watkins. Yeah, it's crazy though, because Sammy Watkins did a lot more things. <laughs> more <laughs> yeah that's that just goes to show you how good sammy actually is but um anyway yeah i'm i'm avoiding the dolphins completely like and i i have a i'm in a two quarterback league it's like an auction league yeah, i mentioned it before and um i've got Tannehill on my team because i picked him up at the end of the year so like i have a dollar keeper but like i'm gonna try my hardest to trade him for like literally anything <laughs> before the draft because i don't want him <laughs> Like, I was trying to get myself hyped on him, and I literally just couldn't. So, I'm like, I'm going to try to deal him. Don, been injured so much. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i try to deal him before the draft. Just, <laughs> like, before the NFL draft. Um, anyway, um, yeah, enough about the Dolphins are bad. Um, yeah, Taylor yeah. Gabriel is now a bear. Another Ooh. weapon there. Um, Devin Hester? <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> no, yeah. um... Hester never really materializes as a receiver, but like they've got their return man now. Like, yeah, I, I don't. Maybe like he's a later on flyer at best. I don't know. I don't know what he's gonna do in Chicago. Cause, I have to imagine like Trubisky isn't gonna throw the ball enough in one game to get Taylor Gabriel to be fantasy relevant. Yeah. Okay. Because after. After Robinson, they've got Cameron Meredith and Kevin White as well. And so Meredith, he's a myth. He was he was drafted highly enough that he'll get enough chances, though. That's the thing. Yeah, he just keeps getting hurt. Like, I I mean, I imagine he might finally stay healthy. I don't know, but I don't like after Allen Robinson. It's kind of a mystery, and you're gonna, you know. It's it's you're getting a mystery airhead and it's probably gonna taste just kind of average. 
Like, <laughs> that's all I can say about it. I don't really know what to tell you. I don't like Taylor Gabriel's fantasy output. I think it would probably be as be kind of like last year's with the Falcons, where it was very intermittent. Yeah, because like when he had Shanahan, he had some good games, but eh. yeah, and that was but that was the year before. Yeah, but eh, that's that's whatever. Um, <laughs> on to so this one I think has meaning because it definitely impacts other players. So Isaiah Crowell is now Jet. That's it. That's I would. I didn't expect that. I think it's a good move. Um, obviously hurts the stock of Blau Pal and uh, Elijah McGuire, but they needed someone after Forte retired, I guess. Um, yeah, I personally like it. I don't know how much it hurts Bilal Powell because Bilal Powell's never. They never were like, all right, you're our every down back. He's although a change of pace guy. The games they did, he killed it, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I. It's just maybe they don't think he's durable enough, or he's too shifty. Doesn't can't take the hits that like Crowell could. But Crowell yeah. will be the the every down the, the thumper. Back. Yeah, change it up with Bilal. Mm-hmm. Elijah McGuire though, his stock is definitely down right now unless he just explodes out of the practice squad and is like just way better and ends up starting because it's it's either him or Crowell with. Uh, Powell is the number two guy. Yeah, I think like Powell's gonna have some value regardless, just because he's been able to manage that during his career as like a third down guy. So, but he'll he'll definitely be like you'll be able to get him really late, which I kind of like, um, as opposed to last year. <laughs> but uh, hmm, I'm trying to think where I, I I honestly have like zero clue where Crowell finishes. To be fully honest, I yeah, I'm not sure. I see him having a decent season, like a Sean Green season. But like Sean Green before he went to the Titans and <laughs> just died. So his one good season. Yeah. You know, like 800 yards and a handful of touchdowns, maybe like six. That guy had so much potential, man. Yeah. Because, yeah, uh, yeah, 11 and 12, he had okay seasons, like 1,000 yards, like six or eight touchdowns. But, man, that was <laughs> rough. This is not Bishop Sankey, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not um yeah, Crowell the okay, the the bus potential is like super real, but like or Crowell. Yeah, I think so, just because like okay, I, I know you love the Jets, but man, like they might be bad. Like <laughs> Yeah, of course. Well, their line is terrible. Yeah. It's like foundation of your offense. But I think like the defense is gonna be kinda solid, so like they were like they were competitive enough last year. I don't think that gets much worse, but they also kind of like they they didn't they get rid of Morton. They kind of played like way above their pay grade last year on offense too. So I don't know. Yeah, like they, they got rid of Morton, who I don't believe is signed with anybody. Oddly enough. Yeah, I think I think eleven hundred yards, eight touchdowns is like okay to expect, but I think that's close to the ceiling. Do you? I mean, do you agree? Oh. That would be a ceiling. Yeah. He won't get more than that. I think he'll, he can be an RB2 for you, but... like I th- Yeah, two or flex. Yeah, I think he'll be... like Okay, I'd have to say consistent with Volta, but like I think he can get you like 60 yards every game, but it's going to be a matter of how many times does he fall into the end zone. Yeah. 
But I mean, but like, okay, I, I probably shitting on Will too much. He's he's a good running back. Like he's talented. He just fell in the draft originally because off of the field issues. But he's he's a he's a risky draft pick in my opinion. But <clears throat> if I wouldn't. I'm not gonna draft him personally. Where where would he have to fall for you to take him? For me, it's like sixth round. I think, which I'm not probably not gonna get him then. Right. No, that would be about it. I'm not gonna take him. Because fifth round at that point, I've probably got hopefully two good running backs mm-hmm. and uh, at least one good wide receiver, maybe a tight end. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it, he'd have to be like, I'd have to have a late fifth or a sixth. And that would be like, if there are other people, best player available, like I'm probably going to take them over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we're about on the same page with Crowell. But he he might be like a starting running back, so like he's 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 worth a shot. Um, depending on when you can get him, just don't ever trap them. Um, on to um, <laughs> so so now we're on to a couple receivers. Uh, Moncrief to the Jags. I I did not expect that at all. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't think it matters. Just to be completely honest with you, <laughs> like I. I've never believed in Dante Moncrief at all. Like I've never gotten the appeal with him. So it, like it doesn't going from Andrew Luck, I guess to to Brissett, to like going to Bortles throwing to you doesn't increase my belief. Like listen, I know we love Bortles here, but we got to be honest with ourselves sometimes. I don't <laughs> I don't see it with Moncrief and I don't see it with the Jags especially. I I don't think Bortles was going to get the ball around enough to make him relevant. Yeah. Like, there's D.D. Westbrook, who was starting to come onto the scene last year. You got Marquise Lee. That's already two guys. Yeah. Like, and what? The, then there's also the, everybody else, like Keelan Cole and um, those tight ends. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't – I have no clue if they're bringing Hurts back. I don't think they do, but – because, okay, in his career – he okay, so Moncrief, his best year was sixty-four catches, seven hundred thirty-three yards, and six touchdowns. He's been in the league four years. All his other seasons are under four hundred fifty yards. So like, I, I I do not see it with him. I I just don't. I don't. I don't think he's as good as people want to think he is. Yeah, I, and part of that was he was with Luck too. Yeah opposite of ty hilton who was drawing all the good coverage yeah i don't know but because like his third year he had like 300 yards but he had seven touchdowns somehow which i don't fucking get but anyway i i'm a i'm not touch i don't some of these guys i say are worth a flyer but i think moncrief like has i mean this it sounds dumb to say his name value but people know who he is so like he'll go like in that 12th round probably but i don't want to touch him there so Someone like someone will take him in like the tenth or so. Yeah, unless well, okay, this, this isn't like a huge unless, but like Marquise Lee has to be off the field for Moncrief to have value in my opinion. Like, like or Didi Westbrook, like they can't if they're both on the field. Moncrief is useless. Like, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. How much did they pay him? That's a good question. Hopefully, not much, man. It's... I'm gonna go check it out really quick. Also, update: I went and just looked. It looks like Jordy is gonna go with the Raiders. Ooh, that probably means they'll cut uh, Crabtree. 
but um yeah, yeah. who i think arguably was the has been the better receiver between him and cooper overall yeah crabtree is really consistent dang it i'm trying to find his like contract numbers here um it's, i think it says like three years i've seen but i don't see uh oh, uh maybe i don't know none of this Stop. is any good <laughs> one year seven million oh, never mind that sounds about right then approve it yeah. deal yeah all right yeah I mean, anyway um so this one okay this next one john brown to the ravens i i like john brown a lot the problem is he has a sickle cell, he has a sickle cell trait and he's injured a lot because that messes with the soft tissue and like it makes injuries more likely and hard to recover from um the ravens did release macklin and woodhead um they also signed ryan grant but like there's like there's no one like i think mike wallace is still there but like john brown does not have really any competition there like i think he's he's now the most talented receiver there at this point in all their careers so they have that guy that everybody was hyped about and he didn't uh come through at all oh aiken uh, was it is it kamar aiken maybe that's it maybe i don't know <laughs> i don't know yeah the ravens him? are just offensive dead land there that is... i don't to go near was it kamar aiken or there was one other guy who uh i'll figure it out but um anyway um so i i don't i have no clue how high john brown will go oh brashad perriman yes that's the guy he is a bust and a half um (laughs) but um yeah so i i like john brown a lot as a player because he's i think he's good he just opt injured but i mean he'll be on the ravens he'll be uh i mean people know he's injured it's like you can probably get him where you want him like i would like i would rather gamble on brown than Moncrief personally because i think brown's better but oh i would too and flacco that's his type of receiver yeah so there's like there's no one there to can like to take targets from him really so like that's the thing I think he has a good shot to be relevant. Uh, relevant in terms of, you know, wide receiver one, no. But, like, could he get 70 catches for 900 yards and seven touchdowns? Yeah, I could see that. I think I, that's a bit high for me. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, a higher that'd end. Be a but ceiling. Yeah, that'd be my ceiling for him. As I said, could he? He could. But I think, like, 60 for, like, 770 and 6 is probably a good guess. Hmm. But yeah, like he'll yeah. get you some games. Like, let me okay, hold on, because he had like I know he had one really good season back in like in like 2015. He had a thousand yard season, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he so. has great breakaway speed, but he and great separation, but he doesn't have like a ton of size. Yeah, he's not a big receiver, which I think helps in a Flacco system. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> are you wacko for Flacco? wacko flacko <laughs> but um yeah I, don't I, I like john brown but said there's that injury risk with him always I and mean, that's something you can count on because this he has a single salt yep. so that'll that'll be a problem um on to teddy bridgewater also now with the jets um e. i i don't know when he'll be the starter exactly but mm, this is i mean okay like <laughs> who so there's robbie anderson yeah and there's jermaine Curtis. 
Jermaine Curtis, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's there, but <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue that he's there. Um, <laughs> well, so Kinsia Noon was back. Um, they just uh, tendered him, so he is back with the Jets, and he had a really good year two years ago. Yeah. Is, so wait, is ASJ coming back to the Jets? Or well, I, I'm so, oh actually, what I'm seeing now is that I'll probably go to the Jags. It's kind of interesting. Right. He is visiting Jacksonville right now. Got to put that um, on the list. I don't know. I did hear the Jets re-upped their offer to him, hmm. so he could just be trying to get money. Yeah, he's good. I mean, he is. I, I would love for him to come back. We need a freaking tight end. Yeah. I. I mean, so Teddy like. What he's got now is kind of like what he had on the Vikings when he was their starter. Like, there was there was a good some defense and some stuff, but not a lot. Like, yeah, I I don't have like high fantasy expectations or anything for him. But no, but here's the thing: the Jets instead of getting like the perfect ten and Kirk Cousins, they went for two fives. <laughs> <laughs> they got McCown and Bridgewater and. I actually like Bridgewater. I think he was kind of a steal as far as a quarterback goes. They're giving him one year, five million. That's yeah. I mean, for quarterback, that's nothing. He was a steal and in the NFL draft too. Like, what happens when McCown gets hurt? Because McCown does have the propensity to get hurt. Yeah, he's thirty-nine, like, right? Yeah. Somebody, yeah. So he's it won't happen. Every season that he's played, pretty much at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I like the move personally. I like Teddy. Oh yeah, I think it's like a good real life NFL move. I'm just like I'm thinking like fantasy wise. I'm like, eh, I don't really know. Like yeah, fantasy wise, yeah. I mean, well, if I like, if if he's a starter, like I will gamble on him on my roster just because I think he's a good player. But yeah, yeah, I it's a lot of lot of ifs. I mean, they they might still get Baker Mayfield. Who freaking knows? So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, like they'll probably draft someone too. So like, I don't, I don't know what Teddy's opportunity is gonna be. Is my biggest thing. So that's the issue for me. Um, exactly. So because you have to imagine if they take a rookie, then they're probably gonna use the rookie when the if McCown gets hurt, right? Maybe I don't. I'm not really Unless... sure. Just because like, okay, I'm trying to look at like what like, I don't know enough about what Teddy's done in his career to like really like make an educated like decision on this so 2015 was his like second year he did pretty well that year they were 11 and 5 that year that's pretty good yeah um let me go 11 and 5 as a starting quarterback you're doing something right yeah they they won the division that year because was that the ap like that was the the blair walsh wasn't it (laughs) yeah in the playoffs Mm -hmm. the blair walsh missed kick yeah, because T- Teddy did benefit from two really good years of AP. Um, but, yeah, I mean. Because hmm. he, ha- he had rookie year digs, but, like, he hasn't had, like, many other good weapons, really. And, like, his offensive line was kind of meh while he was there, too. So Yeah, it was. So, he, you know, he's used to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, yeah. Oh, his first year there, AP was hurt. So that's even something else, huh? And the Jets did sign a new center, which is huge because their center last year was pretty mediocre. Yeah. Give a big deal to this guy. Forget his name. <laughs> so that should help, though, a little bit. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's really just opportunity based for Teddy at this point. Um, but, yeah, if he gets the starting role, I would roll my dice on him. I like Teddy enough that I would. I just don't know if he'll get the opportunity. Yeah, for for sure. Um, what else we got? So we've got uh, all right. Dude, Dolphins cut Mike Pouncey. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put that on notable cuts then. Mike Pouncey, because he's a very good player. Oh, oh, this is kind of. Did you see there was more stuff about um? Oh, what's his name? The guy who was bullied or whatever with the Dolphins. Um. Oh, um, not incognito. The other guy, right? Yeah, like Ricky Richie Martin, maybe. Well, the, yeah. So there's Martin and Incognito. It's one of those two. Um. What's that? Wait, Richie Incognito, and then something. Let I me. Mean, Jonathan I mean, Martin. Yeah, maybe. Let me look it up. Hold on, Jonathan Martin. Yeah, there was some news about him. There was like an Instagram post he had that was like super morbid. Um, a gun, right? Yeah, it was like guns that said about like like getting revenge or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Let me see. Instagram post. Yeah, Jonathan Martin questioned after Instagram post threatens former like whatever teammates. Yeah. So um, it's, yeah, it said when you're a bully victim and a coward, your options are suicide or revenge. And he had a shotgun with a bunch of ammo laid out. And he tagged James Dunleavy, uh, Richie Incognito, Mike Pouncey, and uh, someone else. I don't know who the other guy is. But, like, his one of his former teammates. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, damn. That's, like, that's messed up. Um, so, yeah, like, like, all I got to say is, like, hopefully he's, like, okay. Like, <laughs> I, he clearly needs some, like, therapy or something. Yeah. Which. I mean, obviously, it sucks like that he was bullied. Stuff like I don't, I still don't know exactly what all was true and what wasn't with that case a while back. But I mean, obviously, like Cognito and Bouncy are like still in the league and people like him still. But right, it makes you, it makes you feel a lot less sorry for Jonathan Martin when you see this. Yeah, he's, he's, isn't he the one who was really racist? I don't know. I thought that maybe. <laughs> I don't, even I don't know. know All I know is like you felt kind of bad for the guy a little bit, but and then like you see this on his Instagram, you're like, okay, I don't feel bad for you anymore. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being really insensitive. I'm also not going to put this on the thing, but <laughs> <laughs> I could, but I'm like, eh, probably not. So, <laughs> oh yeah, um, oh yeah. Apparently he was. Uh, <laughs> there was something about him not being black enough. Oh right. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, apparently his teammates bold for not being black enough. I don't know. It's odd. <laughs> anyway, so But yeah, you, you said Pouncey made me think of that. I'm like, oh yeah, that was a thing. But anyway, so back on track here. Um We've got um so yeah, we got Teddy, then now we've got Dion Lewis the Titans, which that's obviously has a lot of impact. Because I mean he was really good this year with the Patriots. Um It caps it caps uh Jerry Henry's upside, of course. It does, and I think a lot of people were looking forward to Henry being the feature back finally, and now they just go and sign Dion Lewis. Like, nah, nah, nah. I mean, like, D- like Henry's still gonna be the number one guy there, of course. I was expecting like a McKinnon or something, more of like a very sure third down back. I think like Dion Lewis is obviously a good third down back; he's a good pass catcher. But I, I think he's more of like a. He's not like quite number two, not quite one B, but like he'll be pass catcher and he'll definitely be able to spell 
Derrick Henry some. Yeah, it's interesting because they he currently, I mean, Dion they gave Dion Lewis twenty million mm-hmm. for, at a four year deal, so they want him to be a part of the team and like be an impactful part of it. Clearly, yeah, who's, eleven million guaranteed? Isn't isn't Lafleur the OC there now? Oh man, was it, I'm trying to remember who it was. Lafleur it might be Titans OC. <laughs> yep, Lafleur. Yeah, Lafleur is the OC there now. Which obviously, um, he was with uh, McVeigh in Los Angeles, so that's good. But um, yeah. So I mean, it probably helps Mariota some. Um, I mean, it helps the team in general. I think just to get a good player. But I, I really don't know like how much like Lewis gets the ball and how much Henry gets the ball. I guess he. Like they're, they're they're clearly gonna run the ball a lot, and the running backs are gonna get a lot of work. So, yeah, like is Mariota even gonna throw it? <laughs> yeah, really. Like this, I feel like this sort of limits the upside of the passing game a bit, just because like it's a clear commitment to the running game. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm still gonna try to get Corey Davis because I like him and I think he's good. But <laughs> oh, okay, it can't. It's not gonna go down from last year, like. <laughs> Like, can it? <laughs> um, but I don't think it's going to be a huge step up. I mean, I th- I think Derrick Henry can still definitely be an RB1, like top 12 running back. That's definitely plot possible. Like, I mean, what do you think? Are, they might be going for, like, that Saints kind of thing last year with Mark Ingram and Kamara. Yeah, and they're both top six guys, so... Like, but, Dion Lewis is a pretty good, like, downhill runner. Like, he's good when you hand it off to him, not necessarily just throwing it to yeah, him. Yeah, I think, I do think Derrick Henry is a little better than Mark Ingram. But obviously, yeah. Kamara is obviously going to say better than Dion Lewis. But, like, I, I, so Dion Lewis was RB13 this year. Um, hmm. I think Derrick Henry will still be, a, like, can still be an RB1. I think he'll get enough of the workload. Lewis will probably he'll probably be an RB two like I mm. I mean uh, RB let's see Tevin Coleman was RB twenty like Javorius Allen was RB twenty five and I definitely think Dion Lewis will do more than Javar- Javorius Allen did this past year so I mean not to like compare direct year to year but like once you get past that like top like fifteen it can literally be fucking anybody so right. I I don't know I don't I don't know about Lewis. That's it's a weird situation. Yeah, I do I do I do still like Henry. I agree in there. Yeah, I, I think know. Henry will be fine. Is it? Can he be top five now? That's a lot less likely. Is he still going to be like top twelve? Probably. So maybe draft Lewis where Camaro was drafted, which is <laughs> like the sixth to eighth round last year. Lewis Lewis will definitely be worth like a pick, kind of like tenth roundish. I don't know. I don't know where it'll land. Like his ADP is a mystery to me right now, but um, if we start looking at ADPs, probably. Um, but yeah, honestly, the Titans are gonna be better offensively this year, I think. Like regardless, so hmm. let's see. You've got Jimmy Graham to the Packers now. Is Aaron if Aaron Rodgers has a tight end to use, will he actually use it? Like. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has never been a guy 
to use the tight ends. I know Josh Watt or Josh is gonna say, "Wow, you like you say like a guy a lot." I'm like, "Well, yeah, fucking really." But anyway, <laughs> Rogers has never used the tight end that much. I just don't know what to tell you. Like he just doesn't. He doesn't. He really doesn't. Um, the last tight end he really used it all was uh, Jermichael Finley, right? Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna go to pro NFL whatever Pro Football Reference here and pull up the uh, Packers here. Um, let's see. Pull up their roster. So twenty. I'm gonna go from twenty. Uh, to sorry, 2008 was his first year as a starter. There was okay. um, Donald Lee. Nope. Um, again. So yeah. So okay. 2009. The tight ends combined for like um, around 90 catches and um, like 950 yards, six touchdowns. So like 2009, they combined for a decent amount. That was a, a Jermichael Finley year. Michael Finley had 55 for okay. about 705. Um, the next year, um, this doesn't even list a tight end here. Um, let's see. I'm mean, gonna imagine Michael Finley did pretty much nothing there, huh? Which is a 10. Uh, yeah, so nothing there. Because um, it, it'll list main contributors right away. Um, 2011. It's about the same thing, 55 for 750-ish again. Um, so he he used Jermichael Finley some for a couple of years. Um, yeah, some again, 2012, just not the touchdown. So, okay, Jermichael Finley, he's used. Um, after that, uh, 2013 now, let's see, 14 now. Yeah, Jared Cook, he had like a good catch in the playoffs. I remember let's see, that. That's about 2015, uh, 58 catches for 510 and eight touchdowns for Richard Rodgers. It's not too bad. Oh yeah, Richard Rodgers. Um, 2016 nothing. Um, nope. 2017, which has just happened, that was pretty much nothing again. So so the tight ends have never really eclipsed like 750 yards, eight touchdowns, like 60 catches pretty much. So like that's I can see that being Jimmy Graham's, but like People are gonna overdraft him because they're gonna think, "Oh my God, Aaron Rodgers to Jimmy Graham!" Like, eh. I mean, Jordy's gone, but so that's touchdowns that need to be scored. But like, that's probably it. Yeah. Okay, so Jimmy Graham last year he had like ten touchdowns, which was good, but he had like six hundred yards, right? Yeah, something like or 520 that. yards. Like I, I can see pretty much a repeat of last year for Jimmy Graham. Yo. But I don't think it's gonna be anything huge. Like pe- people are gonna expect a lot more. And I'll I be don't like, why they signed him? I feel like that team needs help in a lot of different areas, and yeah. that was just like Jimmy Graham is known for being a really bad blocker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if Aaron Rodgers isn't throwing him the ball, which he doesn't like to do, and he's not good at blocking, then why the hell did you sign him? Yeah. Um, uh, the I'm answer looking... is he's going to be used in the system, but, like, is he? I don't see it. Yeah, people thought that with Bennett this year, too. But, I mean, obviously, <laughs> Jimmy Graham is definitely the best tight end talent that Rodgers has had, like, well, I'll say that he's like, even though it's going to be his like ninth year, he's still way better than anyone else they've had ever. Like, definitely better than Richard Rodgers or Jared Cook or Michael Finley or whoever. 
but right. he's he's also getting a little later in his career. I mean, tight ends have a long shelf life, so like I'll give him that. But so, all right, what do you, if does he finish top twelve? I say yes. This goes top yeah, twelve. Top is, well, yeah, because there's a pretty strong drop off. Yeah, um, top ten. Um, that's gonna be closer. Um, I th- I think I could I give him top ten. Be ten. All right, top eight. Um, I th- I think eight to ten is about okay. Like most likely finish eight to ten. Is there? Because okay, this year he was four, but there's also no Greg Olson this year. Um, <laughs> it's a part of it. Like everyone else is pretty dead. Like. I want to say eight to ten is likely, but like this, there, this he has the top, he has like that ceiling to hit, like top, like few. But I would say take him in standard formats, yeah, higher than PR. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like with the Saints, he's like he's balled the fuck out with the Saints, but that was a little yeah. while ago. Mm, yeah, I mean. I think he can be a tight end one, but that tight end one included Benjamin Watson last year. So like, I don't know what to tell you. Could um, he be a Benjamin Watson? Yeah, he could be Benjamin Watson. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say I'll give him like seven or eight for his finish just because I think he can catch enough touchdowns again. You think he finishes higher than Trey Burton? Yes, I do actually. Um, <laughs> I do. Um, just because Aaron Rodgers or Mitch Trubisky, like, <laughs> uh, duh, like, <laughs> and Jimmy Graham has done it before. Like, Burton's produced some, but like not on a full season scale. So, I'll, I would have to go through and like compare him to everyone. But like, obviously, you know, Grant, Kelsey, and Ertz are ahead of him. I'm gonna take Ingram ahead of him. I'm yeah. probably going to take Rudolph ahead of him. Yeah, so I think that's kind of the thing is there's – when it comes to tight ends, there's like this S tier, this like elite tier mm-hmm. of like less than five guys. And I think there are going to be a lot of people who group Jimmy Graham into that and we're kind of saying don't. He's yeah. like going to be in that mid-range of good, but he's not going to be Gronk or – Ertz or Kelsey or or Engram. Yeah, uh, I I guess I'll put him at tight end. Like honestly, like once I'm thinking through it, like I think tight end six is about right. Okay. Yeah, I would I would say seven personally. I like seven. Yeah, because okay, I've got Grant, Kelsey, Ertz, Ingram, Rudolph. Those are my top five. And then after that, like I don't I don't because Walker's always relevant, but like he's right. he's very capped. So, like, he and Jimmy Graham are going to be those next two guys, I think. Well, probably Hunter Henry up there, too. But, but yeah, I'm, I guess I'll put Jimmy Graham at six, which isn't a bad spot to be. But I think – I don't think you're going to be able to draft him as the tight end six. I, I don't know. People are going to put him ahead of Rudolph and probably even with Ingram, I'm going to say. I would assume so. Yeah. I would take both of them before him. Yeah, especially with Cousins now and Rudolph. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, you mentioned that, and that makes a lot of sense. So, um, obviously, so Devonte, okay, yeah, Devonte Adams clear the number one there. Um, 
So Cobb's still there for now. Jordy's gone. I want man, it's gonna be weird not seeing Rogers to Jordy, but if it's Carr to Jordy, I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, that's gonna be sweet. Yeah, so I guess we can move on from Jimmy Graham. Now we talked a lot about him. I didn't expect that. Um, but it's a big name, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> next up we have Jonathan Stewart to the Giants. Um, like yeah, lighting move. He's there. Like he's very near the tail end of his career, but like. I don't know. Like the, I guess they're drafting Barkley now because the next move, which we're going to talk about now, is Hyde to the Browns, oh, and yeah. like they've got Hyde and Duke Johnson. Like they don't need Barkley now. Like yeah, and they won't. They won't take Barkley now, and they can still, and like they might still take a quarterback too. Like I don't know. Like well, they got rid of Kaiser, yeah. So they don't have a project anymore. Well, they have. They have. Kevin Hogan and Cody Kessler. Now, do you still have them? Yeah. You know, so Kevin Hogan actually, um, I think is better than Kessler. I mean, it's not that's not a big endorsement, but <laughs> this guy's better than Cody Kessler. That's oh that's gonna be my new endorsement um, for anyone. But um, <laughs> now Kevin Hogan, like he's like the like the mental part is all is there for him for sure. Like. That's- um, like I was, this is kind of silly, but I, I was watching this kind of like tape on some like other, whatever draft class it was, and Kevin Hogan was mentioned, and like his uh, a lot of things that came up were like his processor speed and how like he processes what he sees pretty well. It's just he doesn't always translate that to the physical every time. But uh, so they need to just combine Josh Allen's like physical talent with his like processing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean. I said I I love Tyrod pretty much as much as anyone else I can I know, um, mm-hmm. I but like I I would still kind of be surprised if they didn't grab a quarterback just to like have <laughs> like I don't know what else to say but I think they're gonna take either Darnold or Rosen one, which means the Giants will probably take Barkley too. So yeah, what I really want is for them to take Lamar Jackson to be like Tyrod Taylor's understudy. That would be like perfect for me. <laughs> it's because like they both can run but like they both can also pass well too which people don't give either enough credit for but yeah they like they both fit well um they they do a lot of the same stuff too actually which i think lamar is a little faster than tyrod is but um because they both throw a nice deep ball i think tyrod's deep ball is a little better but it should be he, he's been playing more in a better schemes you know he's but, but um, yeah. Anyway, I, so <laughs> we're getting we're getting a little off track here. <laughs> but um, I mean, you can, you can. I know you had you had a nice theory coming up, didn't you? Go ahead, share it. With what? You said like you're about to share a theory about the Browns. <laughs> oh well, I mean, so the the fact they okay, so they tr- they get rid of Crowell, and I'm like, oh, they're so getting Barkley. They're gonna have mm-hmm. Barkley and Duke Johnson. It's gonna be awesome. Then they signed Carlos Hyde, which I don't quite get, because um, now it seems to me they're very much in on the QB. And the GM did say that right out, like when he was signed, he's like, "We're getting a goddamn quarterback, John Dorsey." That's like what he said. Mm-hmm. So now it's up to them to pick the right one. <laughs> yeah, I 
guess, like... I mean, they have Tyra, so they have time to develop someone. So, like, Darnold wouldn't be... Like, Darnold or Allen wouldn't be bad for I that. I think they're going to take Darnold. Yeah. That seems the most... Because Dar- Darnold's not ready yet. Like, his he's too turnover-prone. And, like, who else better to learn from than Tyrod to, like, be careful <laughs> with the football? Like... Yeah, if I decide like a joke, but Tyrod's like super careful with football, so he is the best at touchdown interception ratio um, outside of Rodgers and Brady. And Rodgers yeah. has like a prolific touchdown interception ratio that nobody can even touch. Yeah. So over the last three years, um, he's had six, six, and four picks each year. So like that's pretty freaking good. Meanwhile, Eli has had like twenty six before. Yeah. <laughs> In his career, he only has uh, 18 picks. That's nuts. He's got 51 touchdowns, 18 picks, and um, 43 starts. Did the Browns do something intelligent? <laughs> Did they sign it with like that stat knowing? They're like, all right, we're going to get a guy who needs to work on his interceptions. Let's sign somebody who doesn't throw him. Yeah, Were um, they that calculated? How many fumbles it's does he have? It's hard to give them that kind of credit. Yeah, he's had some more fumbles. Um, I guess he because I mean he rushes some, so like obviously that'll happen. Um, it shows fumbles, but not fumbles lost. But um, what's that? Yeah, I mean he. So yeah, he yeah he fumbles some, which I mean it's gonna happen when you're. Oh, here's oh this will be fumbles lost. So he's lost. Uh, let's see, eleven fumbles, and thrown eighteen picks in his career. So that's 29 turnovers in total. And then, yeah. But 29... Cool. Five years. Do what? Five years, right? Yeah, tw- he's had 29 turnovers and 43 starts, which it's pretty okay numbers. And then he's had the 51 passing touchdowns, and he's had... um, How many rushing? 15, yeah. So that's a pretty good number. Yeah. So, anyway, I know we're getting off track again, but we're going to talk about Tyrod again later anyway. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, hi to the Browns. Okay, <laughs> back on track. So, fantasy value. Um, I'd say about the same as last year. With San Fran? Yeah, um, what was what was Hyde? Um, he was like RB. Ben. He was RB9. He was super consistent. Um, right. It's very consistent. More or less, yeah. Yeah, he had he's like this player card here. He had um let's see. Nine hundred forty yards. A little bit. Yeah. You see you said it to go what? I would expect his value to go down a little bit at least, just because they do like Duke Johnson. He is mm-hmm. a very dynamic back. And their offensive line is... Oh, I, can't, I can't say San Francisco's offensive line is that great. Yeah. Well, they, they have what they have now have. Landry, Gordon, Coleman, and Joku, Duke Johnson, and Carlos Hyde now. There's a lot of mouths to feed there now. So, like... A lot of offensive talent. But, um, I mean, because last year he was right around, like, 1,200, 1,300 all-purpose yards and with some touchdowns. I mean, that seems about right, I guess. No, watch the Browns take Baker Mayfield. I'll so, be so mad. That'd be crazy. I'll be so mad. So I mean, the thing is, I don't know if Hyde hurts Stu Johnson's value. I think more Landry hurts Stu Johnson's value. But um, hmm. I I think Hyde will 
could still be an RB1. I don't know if he will be. I think it'll probably be close to like that like RB1-2 line of like he'll be like number 12 maybe. But Yeah, that's – yeah. I was thinking 13. Yeah, right, right around there sounds right just because like I think he'll be a little less consistent this year. The running backs are like starting to take over the league. So yeah, there's been so many freaking good running backs. Um, that's the thing. There's like gonna be a lot of good rookies, a lot of good second years. Like, I don't really know who to predict where. Um, so we've got next up, we've got McKinnon to the 49ers. Um, hmm. I did. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't get this move whatsoever. Like, I don't. Like, this is the one. The one that just makes me scratch my head. Like, why in what reality was this the best move? Like, I don't think Matt Breed is really, like, a, a quote-unquote thumper, is he? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's just been this offseason, all he's done is just, like, work out every Yeah, he's 5'10", 190, so, like, he needs to get bigger if he's gonna, like... Yeah. Like, he's a decent guy. And there's also, like, Joe Williams, right? Is the other guy they have? Something like that. Because they also drafted him, and I think they end up liking Breida better because they're both rookies. And then they've also got that one guy, Jeremy McNichols, I know, because um, he, he was on the um, uh, fucking Bucks, and then now he's with the um, Niners. But, like, they obviously have to trust one of those guys to be that every down back. But, yeah, uh, and like, but see, Hyde didn't take a ton of money to go to Cleveland. Yeah. Niners have a ton of money. Did they really think McKinnon is an upgrade over Carlos Hyde? Because that, the, they can't, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, maybe they, they just they gave Carlos Hyde 15 million, the Browns did. How much did San Fran give McKinnon? It was twenty million. They gave McK- McKinnon got more money than Hyde, which I don't get. He got thirty. Was oh was it thirty? I thought it was like twenty, but it was still like he got more than Hyde did, which I don't get because Hyde has clearly been better than McKinnon for like ever. Every- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like is McKinnon faster? Yeah, that's about it. Like Hyde's a good pass catcher. I guess they just really trust Matt Burita. I like, I don't know what else to say. Maybe like maybe they're giving Jimmy G a pass catching back. Like, I don't. I don't get I, this is what I don't get like I, I think Kyle Shanahan will figure it out but that's what I'm trying to think about is maybe Shanahan is wants his Tevin Coleman or something yeah I guess who's your Devonte? at Frida <laughs> I, I fucking I guess so man <laughs> I don't yeah I mean I guess McKinnon has has still has value now. Like I don't, there's not enough talent there to make him not have value. So, yeah, like I I, I don't see his role diminishing much from last year to this year now. I, they had to, maybe they saw something I didn't. I personally have been extremely underwhelmed by everything Jarek McKinnon. I've never been a, like a supporter of his abilities. Unfortunately, I, I'm in the know. middle. Like I just. He's 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 not an every down back. He's not. He's just not. Like he every time he tries to, he gets hurt. Like right. And like he's he's well suited for like third down stuff going outside. Like he can sort of go up the middle, but not. I don't know. He got paid. Like that's that's what it is. He got paid. Like yeah. 
But like, okay, the Vikings, right? They had Peterson. Peterson gets hurt. They put in McKinnon. He doesn't win the job. Yeah. They get Latavius Murray, Dalvin Cook, and McKinnon. McKinnon's been there the longest. McKinnon, Dalvin Cook's amazing. Cook's the starter, gets hurt. He again has the opportunity. It can be me. And I think Latavius Murray outperformed him. Yeah, McKinnon was really good uh, weeks five and six and eight. <laughs> so so before the bye, McKinnon was like three of those four weeks from five to eight, he was on fire. And then after the bye, Latavius Murray was there like, hey, this guy's more of an all-around every down, or at least like first, second down, they used him more. So like, because okay, like Murray's like a good player. He's a physical freak of nature, but yeah. um, yeah, I I don't know what to think about this one. The kitten's there. I think he has some value, but eh. staying away. Yeah. He's never won the job. He's mm-hmm. never stepped up. That's what I don't like. Yeah, step up. Yep. All right. So, oof. All right, McCarron time. Hey. I do not McCarron about this signing at all. <laughs> <laughs> like I really fucking don't. Um, like, <laughs> do the bills. It's do. such a bills thing to do. Yeah, I thought he would either go to the bills or the Broncos. And then the Broncos got Keenum, so it was pretty much like, all right. Yeah. Well, now, well, now, um, uh, Peterman can learn under McCarron, right? Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like if yeah. if you're Peterman and they sign AJ McCarron to start ahead of you, like how does that feel? <laughs> I don't know. Five picks is just like in a half. In, in a half. half. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows how many he would have thrown? They took, they took him out before he really showed us all he could do. Like eight? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> At least seven, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, dude, this is just a just a, who cares? AJ McCarron, like he, he won his grievance, hooray! He is now off of that awful Bengals squad, and now he is on to the awful Buffalo squad. <laughs> Sorry, so I'm looking at um, so that game he started against the Chargers, um, so there's a stat called adjusted yards gained per pass attempt. It, it counts like air yards and stuff, like and all that whatnot, like interceptions. Guess what his adjusted yards gained per pass attempt uh was in that chargers game is it negative yes it is <laughs> oh my god what is it negative it's, 12 uh, almost it's negative 11.36 <laughs> so I, I know this is a little off topic but like it because it, it counts interceptions so like literally his right. suggested area like his adjusted yards were like r- negative Every time he threw, he was hurting his team. Like, oh my man. god! And then his postseason, like, I, like, okay. And then the postseason game, it was negative ten point three three. So, like, oh, I, I, I think in that playoff game, everyone in the world knew he was gonna throw a pick. Yeah. Like, he comes in. I'm like, oh my god, he's getting picked off. Like, it's the Jags in the playoffs with pressure. Like, <laughs> you knew that was happening. I wonder if there was a betting line on it, like <laughs> real time, pick, and if it was just like insanely stacked. <laughs> oh yeah, like I don't, I don't like. Okay, he's a rookie, but man, the Bills look stupid when they did that and ruined Tyrod Taylor's like relationship and everything. 
And there are like fantasy analysts saying they thought like Nathan Peterman was better. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? But uh, oh my god, that's why some of these people like that do fantasy like I don't. They have no credibility to me because like they don't. Yeah, if they thought that Peterman was gonna be better for the Bills than Tyrod was, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an awful move. Yeah. I, do you think the Bills will regress this year? They have to. Like, I imagine they will. I, I don't see it in a way they don't. Like, they somehow made the playoffs last year, and, like, it was because Tyrod and McCoy literally just carried them there. Like, <laughs> yeah. like they they overperformed a lot as as is. So, like, Ugh. I don't see a scenario in which that gets better. They're, like, like, the Patriots will have no competition this year. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, they won't. Absolutely not. The Dolphins. The Dolphins build. are going to be bad. The Bills going to be bad. The Jets, I like. the Jets could uh, possibly get close to beating them once. Do they maybe get eight? Like, I don't. I Do the Jets break 500? Eh. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, I don't think. I don't know if any other team in the division is going to break 500. Like, <laughs> I just don't know if they will. So. I think the Bills could go exactly eight and eight. <laughs> I would say the Dolphins have the best chance, actually, just because Adam Gase is like competent. But anyway, yeah. all all of that tells you that McCarron's not worth anything fantasy wise, and the Bills are not worth anything fantasy wise. Um, I, is McCoy still there? I guess that might be it. Like, yeah, he's still there. I don't think McCarron's good. So, Help Benjamin, like, is okay. Let me let me look at his games that he's played. Because, like, his overall career stats are okay, but I don't know how many games that's over. Um, let me look up Pro Football Focus, or Pro Football Reference, I mean. Because, like, he's had, like, six touchdowns and two picks or something. AJ McCarron, to me, is Case Keenum before last year. That's accurate. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, is this year he becomes Case Keenum 2.0? Like... Who knows, but probably not. Right, so 20, 2015 was the year he got some, like, field time. That was when Dalton got hurt. Um, so this was, like, like weeks 13 through 16 and then the playoff game. So let's go through. So he had against Pittsburgh one week. Um, this was the week that um, I think Dalton got hurt right away. He had um, so six, 69% completion. That's pretty good. His completion percent was pretty good. His, his, they, it was 69 71, 63, 63. So, like, completion percentage is not bad. So, good. Uh, against Pittsburgh, he had the uh, 280 yards, two touchdowns, two picks, three sacks. He takes a lot of sacks. He's had three, four, two, and three sacks. But I'm at the Bengals, yeah, now. Yeah. Um, so, he had that 280, then two and two. Then he had against uh, San Fran, he had 192 and one. Then he had 201 against Denver, and then 160 and two versus Baltimore. So, you know, like, overall, like, not bad. Like, um, did how'd they do they they were two and two during those games so okay get you're getting by um and that loss to denver is only a three-point loss so, you know not not bad um then obviously uh, we all know he lost to pittsburgh in the playoffs the next time um he was 56 percent completion for 212 one one three sacks um close game though so i mean okay going through it it's not bad you know like I mean, I guess like a Bam, he's a like a Bama quarterback. Like they're they're not known for like being prolific in the NFL. Like, yep, most of them are pretty bad, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, 
Charles it, Clay should have a nice, consistent uh, yeah. year. Yeah, but like, he was never like off the charts in college. I thought he had like one pretty good year, but I mean, Bama is literally always the best fucking team in college football. So, eh. if Buffalo trades up for Baker, which they, I mean, for all intents and purposes, that is what they want to do. Yeah. What I would do you think they start Baker or do they start McCarron? I think they start. Hmm. Let's like start. <laughs> I I think they will try to start McCarron initially. Okay. And then Baker plays at some point. <laughs> okay. That would be I don't and then Peterman's sitting there in the corner with like a dunce hat on. <laughs> he's just got a doesn't even have a helmet. Yeah, he just it has like a dunce cap. It has a chin strap though, so he looks like one of those he looks like a gnome. Like a guard gnome. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous image I've pictured. Yeah, and if you and if you go look at his face it's even better. <laughs> Get and then and you have like Casey Hayward sitting there like laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Joey Bose is like about to jump out and scare him. Anyway, um, so, um, yeah, I don't. I'm the Bills are not gonna be fantasy relevant in any front this year, and this may finally be what McCoy regresses just because like they're gonna be so bad that he has like there will be stacked boxes every play. I think so. Yeah. McCoy, yeah, he will. Hopefully, he doesn't get hurt either. He is getting old. Yeah, he's really good, but yeah, I don't know. As, See if you start Baker, you at least have that wild card factor. Yeah, man, I don't. I just don't get the McCarran thing. <laughs> like, okay, I know I'm not a GM or a scout, and like, I obviously miss things that other people see. But sometimes you see a signing, and you just are like. There's no way this can pan out. What were they thinking? And I'm not saying this won't, but I'm saying there's like a, like an 85% chance it won't. I mean, am I like, does that sound terrible? Like, it sounds pretty accurate to me. Like, I, I really don't, I don't get it. Like, I mean, like I, some of these like makes like McKinnon to 49ers, like, like he's like, he's flash and he has some talent. So like, I see it, but like, I don't know what McCarron's shown that makes you think that he's going to like do anything besides be a bridge. Andy Dalton for the starting job. Yes. So Andy Dalton is good, but he's not great. Is, he is basically the line people have created the Dalton line of whether a quarterback is good or not is if they are better than Dalton they're probably good and if they're worse they're probably bad so if he couldn't get the starting job from Dalton the powers of deduction would indicate that he is not good I would say he's like he's like right on the edge of that like bottom like two like so like he's right above the bottom third I'm gonna say Dalton is I would right (laughs) So to me, the what I'm seeing is most likely McCarron is right on the Dalton line with Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> just he wasn't good enough that they could start him over Dalton, but he wasn't like bad enough they wanted to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. He's like basically the same thing. Yeah. I so, think he's worse than Dalton. All right, I'm so, gonna 
so the, I'm going to skip the obvious ones. I'm going to go through this. And um, so, okay, so you, you think you say Dalton over McCarron, right? Uh, yes, I think Dalton is a better quarterback than McCarron. I think Cincinnati fans are unfair to Dalton mm-hmm. in their treatment of him. That tends to just be Homer picks. Like, Homers tend to hate on a lot of their own players when the rest of the league's kind of like, hey, chill out. They're actually not bad. All right, so I'm going to. I'm going to play a game here. I'm going to list off some quarterbacks, and you're going to tell me. So you're going to rank them with Dalton and McCarron. So, like, I'll say Bortles, and you'll be like, okay, I would go Dalton, Bortle, McCarron, or something like that. Okay. So, yeah. So I'll start with Bortles. With Bortles? Yeah. Okay. In terms of act, like, in, like, so it's just like, like NFL, like NFL, yeah. Okay. I would probably do Dalton, Bortles, McCarron. Okay. Um, Keenum. <laughs> that's actually close because like okay dalton fucks up a lot in big moments but like he's usually pretty okay like i don't know what else to say but can i do a tie yeah that's Go fine keenum and dalton tie and then mccarran yeah um they're right around that skill i'm going down the line obviously matt ryan over dalton duh um yeah. tyrod i'm gonna take tyrod over dalton as well i would too um Derek carr i'm taking him over dalton oh yeah um, Mariota, yeah. Yeah. I would take Mariota over Dalton. So. Yeah. Um, see, Josh McCown, what about him? Josh McCown? Yeah. Um, is he better than Dalton? He has more experience than Dalton. Yeah, I think Dalton maybe by a smidgen for me. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair. I think so. he has a better arm. Yeah, I'm. I'm just going through like the fantasy list. Obviously, Jameis Winston over Dalton for sure. Um, yeah. Brissett, I'll take Dalton over Brissett. Oh, now McCarron or Brissett though. Ooh. Okay, so like, so Brissett is our McCarron line. Yeah. Like, this is this is where the exercise is going here, telling us how we feel about McCarron. Um. Uh, what about Eli Manning? Why would you like now? Eli Manning, not Super Bowl Eli Manning. Oh man, Eli was bad last year, but I do love Eli. I'm gonna put Eli above Dalton. Yeah. What about Flacco? Oh God. Uh, yeah, a lot of the, a lot of these other guys were just hurt. And Flacco. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> do what? Um, I, Flacco's fucking won a Super Bowl, but God, I yeah. just can't. Stand him. Yeah, and then like I'm looking like, okay, what about like Foles? Where do you put Foles with Dalton? You know, like <laughs> I would put Flacco ahead of McCarron. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't know about with Dalton, though. And, like, what about, you know, like, so what about, like, you know, Nick Foles? Where do you put him? I would put Foles ahead of McCarron. But. I would definitely put Foles ahead of McCarron. Yeah. Um, Foles is a really interesting prospect. Mm-hmm. He could, like, I'm. we've just seen so much greatness from him. His ceiling is higher than, than Dalton's. Mm-hmm. What about, I, um,. Sorry, go ahead. I was I was I was, was going to ask Bradford too. Bradford, we'll see. Bradford is better than Dalton when mm-hmm. he's playing. That's the thing, though. <laughs> yeah, and so like basically, okay, I we could. The point of this was to see where we think what we currently think of McCarron, and we see him pretty much even with Jacoby Brissett. I think that tells us all we need to know about <laughs> what. <laughs> like that's all I could tell you. Like if we see Jacoby Brissett as like. Even with McCarron, and maybe like I would maybe go McCarron ahead just for the possible upside. That's a that's where your line is. Like, 
Right. I don't. I don't even know if I would put McCarron ahead of him. They're pretty dead even to me, right? In right in my head. Mm-hmm. And Brissett was on a really shitty Colts team last year, so. True. Yeah. So. We've spent a lot to talk about McCarron, but I think this is kind of just a, a fun little exercise to do to show how desperate some teams are for quarterbacks and the stupid moves that GMs will make for quarterbacks that won't pan out. It's crazy. Yeah, I, it's, I, I, I don't. I just I don't see the point in getting McCarron there. Like they're gonna draft a quarterback. Like why not just go with it? Do you think that quarterbacks are overvalued, or do you think it's appropriate how highly they're valued? I think it's appropriate. I think it's appropriate. I oh I often wonder that just because it is a team sport, you know. There's tw- there's 22 people yeah. starting minimum. But there there's one guy who touches the ball every single play. Exactly. Yeah. And they're so paramount to the success of the organization. I I will say I think that starting maybe not okay. It's, it's I think I would say they're a value just a tiny bit over because people are starting like. I, myself included, we're realizing that coordinators and coaches do have a really huge impact. Mm-hmm. Like we, we've seen with Nick Foles and Case Keenum, they're up and down with, for, I mean, obviously Jeff Fisher, but like the different scenarios they've been in, they've been a lot better or worse. Um, so like the coaching and the coordinators, like there's, that's a bigger impact than people realize. But as far like, I think quarterback is obviously super important. So Right, like Gary Kubiak and Wade Phillips won the Broncos that Super Bowl. Yeah, because Peyton Manning was Peyton dead. Manning, who was noodle. <laughs> Peyton Manning was actually dead. That was not that, <laughs> that was reanimated. That, that was mate. That was Peyton Panning actually. <laughs> and like, I know there's always like the talk, you know, Trent Dilfer won with the Ravens, and you know, Bortles. What if Bortles wins the Super Bowl? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. This all just goes to say that we don't believe in McCarron, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Cool. <laughs> all right. So, so we actually took a break to record this, um, like the other part of this. And before we came back, um, a few hours later, some moves happened. <laughs> um, right. That's how awesome this is. This off season is. So one, or I guess two. Um, Jordy Nelson and Doug Martin are now at the Raiders. Um, I like one of these. You could probably guess. <laughs> You like Jordy. Yeah. You are not a fan of the muscle hamster. Nah, I don't I don't see the point. Like unless they're getting unless they're releasing Lynch, I don't see the point. And I I think even Lynch now is still better than Doug Martin is. Like oh, I now. do too. And apparently it took Marshawn Lynch a while to get in shape, but now that he is, he's like back to being good again. Yeah, I don't I don't get the Doug Martin thing. I don't know. It's just like what was what was the contract anyway? Maybe it's just like a depth contract. It's a one year deal. Yeah, I okay. don't know how much. I don't know. It could go well. Um, I it doesn't. I don't know if Gruden likes to use multiple backs or not. Who who knows what their plan is? Like Doug Martin has been good before. I just don't know how it's gonna go. But um, yeah, at one point. Yeah, my the only downside of the Jordy thing is they they cut Crabtree, so that's a bummer. Yeah, and I really liked Crabtree a lot, actually, despite him being a sorry-ass receiver. Um. <laughs> he, he got, honestly, like, Oakland Crabtree is so much better than San Fran Crabtree. It's weird. I even liked him in San Fran, to be honest. But uh, like, His yeah, hands got so much better. He's been, like, the more reliable receiver for Carr. Yeah. And so, like, Jordy's got big shoes to fill now. Like, whoever gets Crabtree is getting a, a treat. But 
I guess so. Fan- fantasy value. Um, I mean, obviously, Jordy's can't really go down from last year, but um, it's not going to be like Aaron Rodgers level, but it's not going to be Brett Hundley level. Like, I think he'll do fairly well there, um, because he kind of had a whole season to get healthy again. Yeah. Do you think he'll pretty much take on Crabtree's numbers? Yeah, that would be my I because I do think he's going to get touchdowns. Yeah, because Crabtree was always kind of the more surefire red zone threat. Mm. Jordy has that as well. Uh, Amari Cooper's more like stretch the field. Yeah, I think I think Jordy could be. I, I'll say like eighty five percent of Crabtree's workload, just because I I think Amari Cooper takes it. Like okay, he had like two great first two years and then fell back. I I, I think Cooper's good. Like I personally think Cooper's going to bounce back. But I do too, but I, I think the whole Raiders offense is going to bounce back. Yeah, so I think I think Jordy will be like a fine wide receiver too for your team. Hell yeah, Doug Martin. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like maybe would. maybe like late run flyer just because like it's him and Lynch. So uh, I don't know. And then um, I, it makes me really unsure on Marshawn Lynch though. That's one thing that it does. I I don't think he's in any danger of being cut. Nah, nah. I think that he looks good right now. Yeah, I think I think him and Gruden are on the same page as far as like I've heard like they like met up and stuff and talked <laughs> and whatnot. And then uh, next up we've got ASJ Austin Safarian Jenkins uh, to the Jags, which that's a good move I think for the Jags. I would assume he'll be the starting tight end. Yeah, right? is Mercedes Lewis retiring or like? I don't know, but he's kind of got that Antonio Gates role where he's not on the field as much anymore. Yeah, he's like basically all done. <laughs> he's been in the league yeah. forever, but um, he had that three touchdown game. So, but um, yeah, ASJ is going to be the, the tight end there. What his value is, I, I don't know. I it don't... could be decent. Yeah, that's the thing. Like saying like tight end twelve is like a pretty easy thing to hit. <laughs> like at least last year was. <laughs> Um, I don't. I mean, I don't think it'll be like great. He'll have some startable weeks, but I don't. I don't want him as my tight end one for my fantasy team. I think he'll be good if he is on the field most of the time. T- they have a lot of tight ends. They might do a rotation, yeah. and that would really, really hurt his value. Probably not. I'll let you know. You too, man. Good to see you. Yeah. Um, Anthony's friend came down. He's like, hey, like, go, you going out tomorrow night? I'm like, uh, probably not. He's like, 10 p.m. tomorrow. Go and bar up and downtown. I'm like, I'll let you know. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, when it's not Miami, man, like, it's it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Miami like, ruthless. yeah, going out not in Miami, like, man, it feels so fucking lame. <laughs> Like down, okay, like downtown's not bad. Like OTR and stuff isn't too bad, but like the mm-hmm. problem is like I don't like if I lived down there, it'd be better. But like at Miami, like I live there, I could walk everywhere. Here, I have to like Uber back, and it's like a fucking forty dollar Uber. Like no way, it's some bullshit. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, dude, Miami University, man. It's, it's a hell of a party school. Yeah, like I was looking at like all the green beer snaps and stuff today. It was cracking me up. I know, like, I know, Chris and Sam went back for it. My goodness. I contemplate it, but I'm like, no way. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> die. No, but yeah, so history on the Jags. I, uh, yeah, I, how's this blocking? 
Anyway. Is blocking... I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. Mm -hmm. I think he actually was used on a fair amount of blocking last year. Yeah, I, I mean, he, check at it, though. he learned how to block those addictions, right? <laughs> he's a fairly physically, like, massive individual. Yeah, which he's helps. big as shit, man. <laughs> let, me, let me look him up. Austin, oh, I had it earlier. Uh, he, he's like 6'5", so 6'6". Six, six. So that's yeah, a good start. Huge and very athletic. Yeah. These tight ends are all like freaks of nature, but anyway. It certainly helps trying to block somebody when yeah. you are six foot six. I don't Yeah, know two sixty pounds. Do. So that's that's a lot of size too. <laughs> but But if I remember correctly, the Jags line is pretty good as a whole. Yeah. So I, I think this is I think this will be good for him. Um Yeah, maybe like low end tight end one at but I, I don't know. I got he, he he's a second tight end for me like if i'm drafting a tight end he's not my first guy right or maybe you know i'm like getting burton and asj and hoping one of them pans out or something <laughs> figure it out the thing is with tight end there's usually not like many like out of the blue guys that's the thing like other positions like evan ingram was the only out of the blue guy this year but like with the tight ends you can kind of predict that pretty well Right, and that's just because usually rookies don't immediately impact when they yeah. come in the draft. But they're usually, like, everybody knows them. Yeah. Like, Jake Butt is going to make his return, right? Dude, yeah. Jake Butt. Jake Butt. This last thing's Butt. How can he not love it? The problem is he's on the Broncos. So that's a, that's an issue for me. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, if you weren't on the Broncos, I'd get a Butt jersey. <laughs> <laughs> what number is Jake Butt? I don't know. Because that would makes, uh, that would make it a lot better if you were a funny number. He's number eighty, so 80. yeah, I guess it kind of looks like a butt. Number eight does. It's a, it's a fitting number. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, enough about butts. Um, so that's most of the notable uh, signings and whatnot. Um, at least for now. So on to some trays. Um, the first off, this one, this one's not a huge one. Um, Tory Smith to the Panthers for uh, Daryl Worley. Um, it just it gives him a Ted Ginn replacement. That's that's it, like right. Torrey Smith to the Panthers for who's Daryl Worley? He's a corner. So, <laughs> like, was he good? Like, I don't even. This I, guy's been ringing a bell to me. <laughs> and then maybe he was decent. I don't know, but the yeah, Torrey Smith definitely had a down year. But I don't expect a ton of fantasy relevance for him. But like, he'll have relevant games. Like for DFS, he'll have some useful weeks because it's what Devin Funchess. And Greg Olson. Yeah, he'll be that Ted Ginn kind of role. Yeah, McCaffrey too, but yeah, he'll he'll have more use in in uh, North Carolina than uh. Wait, is is the Panthers in North Carolina or South Carolina? Shit, I feel like a dummy right now. Is, is it North? North right? right? I'm pretty sure it's North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. they don't have an owner technically, so who knows? Yeah, Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, I was like. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure it's North Carolina. Because I, I remember right. P. Diddy had a video where he said the wrong one. And I'm like, wait, did I just pull a Diddy? <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Yeah, it's North Carolina. But, yeah, and then obviously, that, and then this opens up. Like, this, Algalore is now the for sure two in Philly. And then, um. Uh, Matt Collins is on the radar now in Philly, too. He's. Oh, yeah. I, I think he was a rookie last year, maybe. I'm not positive. It was a rookie right. year's second year. But. He he's got a lot of hype around him, so um, 
people they like him around there, so I, he'll get on the radar this year. And maybe Clark Clement comes into even more of a uh, pass catching role, like in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I like that. All right, so on to the big ones: Landry and Tyrod Taylor to the Browns. <laughs> hey, Browns! This is this is something. I mean, this is great. Tyrod has so many weapons now. That offense is disgustingly filled with talent. Yeah, it's it's stacked. And like they have to win some games, right? Like they're gonna yeah. win some games now. I don't, I don't see how they, they can't Coleman. like they they like, gotta win something. Landry, Coleman, Gordon, Ninjoku, uh, Duke Johnson, and Carlos Hyde and Tyra. Like everyone is a name. Yeah. Like they, it's a lot of good players, and like this will definitely. This, I mean, he's got to have a career high in yards, I assume, because Tyrod, like, he's pretty much like three thousand thirty-five is like his top in his career. Like, he's not, he's never been like a high volume passer. Like, what four thirty-six is his highest pass attempts? Like, that's pretty that's fucking low. Like, <laughs> that's because he's been on the Bills. So, like, <laughs> I mean, if he throws it five hundred times, it's gonna go up. And he's got better weapons now than he's ever had, like by far. So that's crazy. I love this trade. Well, yeah, multiple trades. Yeah, like, I I like Tyrod a lot. So it's it's nice to see him get out of Buffalo. And Landry is a great receiver. He's a great receiver to have a rookie practice with. He knows his route running quite. Yeah, well. like. I mean, I, he's not going to be like the guy who gets a hundred catches and doesn't hit a thousand yards again. <laughs> but um, right, like I think they'll use him a little better here than they did in Miami. But so I, I guess as far as like fantasy value, it, Landry coming there, like I I gotta say it takes away from Duke Johnson's value some, right? Like between that and Hyde, like I think between John- that and Hyde, yeah, probably a little bit. Because last year Johnson was fairly fantasy relevant. Yeah, he was like the he's like a top twelve guy pretty much in PPR, and like in half PPR he was like top fifteen or something. Like he was yeah. a very good fantasy running back, but like it was all that passing work and like less kind of what Landry. Well, I mean that's what he was for the Dolphins. He may not be that for the Browns, but they kind of fill a similar void there. So <laughs> I don't right. know. I. I'm really curious how Tyrod's like how's gonna retire. Like I this for me, like Josh Gordon is like big flashing lights. <laughs> like I know, right? Oh my god. Yeah. Well him and Coleman. I I mean Coleman should do great with Tyrod. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see how it all pans out. And obviously in Joku, like Right. Because Charles- Tyrod likes his tight ends, so Ugh. it's gonna be interesting to see how this all pans out. I guess so stock powerhouse yeah so okay josh gordon would you say his stock is same up or down his stock as in i I mean i guess just like like if we had adp right now it'd help or something but like Mm -hmm. i i guess his his perceived value right now like he's gonna be drafted probably what like third round ish i'd say let me let me just look it up i could i can pull up adps hold on this will be easier Fantasy. I would say third because he's not going to be the first receiver group taken off the board. You're going to have your Odell and your AB or Julio and all them, but he could be in that second class. Right, here we go. I've got ADP pulled up. Uh, let me see where Josh Gordon is on this. Um, so he they've got him pretty much top of the fourth right now um, in 12-team leagues. So, um, I mean, I'd say this news probably moves him up some. 
especially Man. in a twelve team league. Yeah, I, the 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 Jarvis moves him down, but the Tyrod moves him up. I'd say because like, yeah, <laughs> it's hard to do much different than that. But um, yeah, I think that probably moves him up a little bit. Not like a ton, just because like there's another mouth there now. But um, Landry, I don't know how I feel about where Landry is because like his his volume was super secure in Miami, and like I don't know. I think his I think his like standard league value stays the same, but his PPR value might go down a bit. That's about what I'd say. Interesting. Because like there's no way he's getting a hundred catches again this year. Like I don't no, I don't see no that way. happening. No, he might be in like the fifty to sixty range. Yeah, I I I give him like seventy eighty, but like they'll probably be oh, really? better. Well, it's I mean, just I just think it's there's so, too many people on the team. Yeah. I don't. I also feel like I just sound bad, but like I don't want to prematurely like anoint Corey Coleman. Like, yeah, he's been hurt a lot, but like he hasn't done it yet. So, and like Landry has. Like, I honestly think Landry's the two there now, and Coleman's the three. So, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and then another thing I was just thinking of is they have Todd Haley now, who does like to run like short throws. Yeah, like yeah, having Todd Haley helps too. So. I mean, Jarvis probably takes like a little bit hit, but not like a huge hit. Especially for standard, it won't be much different, I'd say. But like, he's he's not getting a hundred catches again. That's like, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I would be surprised to see that. So uh, Tyrod's value clearly goes up. Like, I think if you leave Buffalo, you're going up, right? Like, <laughs> you're doing something right. I don't I don't know how else it could we could say it. It is the Browns, which is kind of funny to say that, but like he has all these weapons now. So, like, even even Kaiser had value last year just because the Browns are, like, they were always down. Like, I don't think they're going to be down as much this year, but uh, you got Ty, okay, Tyrod is better than Kaiser. So, like. Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay, so this is this is interesting. So, uh, r- kind of, because ranking quarterbacks is a little easier, I guess, than, like, receivers or running backs because, like, there's not as many. Like, with Landry, we can say, oh, like I, I like saying Landry is going to be like a like high, probably like wide receiver like what uh, eighteen. That's that seems fair. For who Landry? Eighteen, yeah. Let's put him in the WR two range. It's pretty fair, yeah. So like, okay, I'm I'm going through like on Tyrod. So he finished as QB sixteen this past year. Um. So here, okay, like so I'm gonna so Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Cam Newton. They'll they'll finish ahead of him. I still think so because they're always fantasy relevant. Those three, and then I'd say Carson <laughs> once will. So there's four. Um, so that's like those are four for sure. I think we can agree on. Um, Stafford, he's usually pretty high up. Let's see. All right. Okay. Um, Alex Smith. Do we think Alex Smith or Tyrod Taylor finish higher this year? Yeah. Uh, I think I think that's yeah. gonna be pretty close because this past year was definitely a huge fucking outlier for Alex Smith. But I think Alex Smith will finish higher. I I mean I think Alex Smith is a better quarterback than Tyrod Taylor mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, but he is the Redskins who are maybe less injury prone to have a better offensive line than last year, but are also the Redskins. So yeah, <laughs> Kirk Cousins was QB six. I I think Kirk Cousins finishes higher just because he's got such a good team around him. Yeah. I think Alex Smith finishes higher than Tyrod. Yeah, it'll it'll be it won't be too far. Al Stafford probably does. Okay, Philip Rivers, 
I'd say probably. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, the Chargers offense might be really scary. Yeah. Because like, what I because like I don't want to hugely overreact to the Tyrod news just because like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff there, but it's the games have to be played. So. And then I'll so, say this: I think if you didn't draft a quarterback until the last freaking round and you got Tyrod Taylor and you were able to build a stack team around it, you could win your championship. Yeah. I'll say that. I yeah. think you win a championship with Tyrod Taylor next year because you sacrificed wasting like a high pick on a quarterback. Instead you took Tyrod yeah. and said your team was awesome. Yes. Yeah. I mean on the shitty bills, he was QB 16. Um, and, and he was also hurt a bit too, like at a couple times. And so like the games where he like wasn't hurt, he was pretty reliable. So I like I think trying to bank on it for twenty most weeks is probably going to be safe. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, because he can use his legs, which he always gets it. Yeah. And like, okay, I you got to think that this Browns offense, this like this coming year. It's, it's got to be a little better than what the what the Bills had this past year, like just based on the talent alone, right? On paper, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we know from history the Browns are have a great way of just fucking expectations. But mm-hmm. on paper, I mean, we got Todd Haley, a star-studded offensive weapon cast. Their line isn't even that bad anymore. And now they have Tyrod, a competent quarterback. You have to picture that's a – that's yeah. a lot of keys to success. Yeah. So the see the Bills were how many like touchdowns scored because they were twenty second in like scoring. Um. Yeah. So okay, the Bills were uh, second to last in uh, pass attempts. Fun fact. So, really. Yeah. I don't. I don't know who's last. Technically. But like, I I don't think it's gonna get lower. Like the the opportunity is not gonna decrease for him. Like it can't, <laughs> it just can't. Like I'll have to tell you, but um. All right, so he had um. Let's see, let's look. How did he do this past year? This past year, he had twenty eight hundred yards, fourteen touchdowns, four picks. That was air stuff. And then on the ground, he had. Let me find it. Uh. 430 rushing yards, four rushing touchdowns. Hmm. And uh, he had how many fumbles? He lost uh, four fumbles. So, I mean, the rushing yards help a lot. So, yeah, they do. That He's usually pretty consistent for about like 404 at like at a minimum, pretty much for his rushing. So, that's a, that's a plus. So, for passing, I, it's being like 3,500 yards. Like sounds fair. That might be it. Ah, uh, yeah, that's probably pretty fair. What What did you say he hit this year? He was only twenty eight hundred this year, but they're also second to. He he threw the ball two hundred sixty three times. That's literally I'll like give, half of what other guys do. I'll say like thirty two hundred is a nice little area for him, and maybe higher. Like I feel like that's probably around his floor. Yeah, let's see. Just so for reference, so Tyrod Taylor threw the ball. 263 times. 263, all right? Matt Stafford threw the ball 565 times. Like it's Shit. it's literally double, like more than double. So right. Like the Bills are just shitty. 
He also didn't play like a full season with a couple games out, but um, I I, I think I'll hit 3,500 yards just out of like, there will be more passes thrown. Also, his middle name's Diallo. That's kind of cool. It's what? Diallo. Tyrod Diallo Taylor. Crazy. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Um, <laughs> so that's a good start. But uh, I think he'll like. I'm looking through this. I I think low end quarterback one is a respect like a reasonable like QB twelve. I think is a reasonable expectation for him to finish. Because QB QB ten was Breeze, eleven was Goff, twelve was Dak, uh, thirteen was Bortles. So, like, I think he finishes higher than a couple of those names. Then I think he finishes higher than uh, than Goff and Dak and. Uh, I, I think yeah, I think Breeze will finish higher than him. So like after these top ten, like we got like I got through all these top ten. We're like okay. But these next guys, it's like all up in the air. Ryan probably, Matt Ryan probably bounces back too. But like, that, I think that QB twelve spot could be Tyrod. Like, it might not be, but it easily could be. So, and obviously things change because of injury and whatnot. So, I, I would say like, I don't know where Tyrod's gonna go. People still don't respect him much, so you might be able to get him later than you than you think. Um, where's his ADP at right now? Let me look. People always shit on Tyrod. Yeah, so Tyrod's still going like super late in mocks right now, like 14th round. So it'll probably rise some, I imagine. But like, if you're going, yeah, like 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 see, like you said, Mozzie, if you're going like two quarterbacks like really late in the draft, then like yeah, definitely Tyrod's a good shot. <clears throat> that is, I mean, that might be exactly what I fucking do in some leagues. <laughs> yeah, like after this last year where I got Aaron Rodgers everywhere and he got hurt, I was like, fuck this. And then, like, after, like, doing this podcast helped me realize, like, like, because we pick streamers every week, and we fucking nailed it, like, pretty much every week. Like, I know. <laughs> the, Bo- the Bortles train. Like, <laughs> that was literally, like, it was because of this, I was like, yeah, I'm going to grab Bortles everywhere, and it worked. Like, and even, like, I didn't, it almost screwed me over. So, yeah. <laughs> I won my championship with Bortles, remember? Yeah. I that's, won I, that's amazing. So... <laughs> You can stream quarterbacks fine is what we're saying. There's no reason to draft on high. You can piece together. What was it? I heard the stat. There were, there were 40, 4-0 quarterbacks this year, this past year, that had a top 12 finish at one point. Oh, my goodness. There we go. 40 different. And, yes. I, like, yeah. So, and, it, like, it's not always that high, but, like, it's always, like, 35-ish. Like, you can put together, like, a, like a freaking Frankenstein of streaming quarterbacks. So... <laughs> Yeah. Well, like, see, I, I remember because I took Breeze in like the fifth, and I thought I was getting a steal. Yeah. Because I was Breeze, and he was not even worth it. He wasn't even worth it yeah. this year. Although this year, it was a huge outlier for him. But it was. But I wish I had just waited and taken Cousins later or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like same with Matt Ryan and whatnot. But yeah, J- Jameis Winston's gonna be one of my targets too. So um. <laughs> I think Winston's really good. So anyway, yeah, because Winston's going like in the eleventh right now, so I could I can get that. Um, all right, so some cuts um, that haven't been signed. We already talked about Jordy and Doug there. Uh, Demarco Murray, I don't think he's been signed anywhere. Um, Not yet, though. I did hear. Did he was he visiting the Seahawks? Yeah, he visited the Seahawks. I think he visited the Lions. Um, mm-hmm. 
but I, I, I mean, I, I guess the I would guess the Lions. I think. Really. I mean, okay. I, I'm gonna say I hope the Lions, just because like. The Seahawks line is still so fucking bad, dude. Like, it's not gonna. Like, he's not good. Like, he's good, but he's not good enough to overcome that. Yeah. I could see him going to Seattle because. Well, I was literally just because I was just reading that the Lions might get gore. Yeah. Too later. But, like, if they weren't doing that, I think Lions would be the ideal destination. Yeah, I mean, I could see them getting both, like, Gore and Namarco, yeah, it's a really fucking old backfield, like, you may have walking, like, there's gonna be walking sticks in the locker room for him and on the sidelines, and there's gonna be, like, um, what is it, like, some Metamucil for him, like, instead of Gatorade. Some prune juice on yeah. the side. <laughs> You're gonna have, like... Get on out there, Murray. It's gonna be, like, six in the morning, they're gonna be, like, right outside the facility, like, waiting for team breakfast. <laughs> It's like this South Park where like the old people all drive at once. <laughs> but anyway, no, it's not. Frank Gore is a Hall of Famer. I don't. I mean, I'm just joking around. But um, yeah, Gore's awesome. He's fifth all time in rushing yards. So, and he's playing again. Yeah. So like, I, I honestly I could see them both going to the Lions just to like make a like a tag team of like Murray's more third down guy, Gore's more one and two down guy. And, like, both are better at the goal line than whatever they had last year. They still have Theo Riddick. Uh-huh. That's true, too. Amir Abdullah, did he lose his job? Kind of looks like he should lose his job. Yeah. He here. cannot get in the end zone for <laughs> literally anything. If you told him if he got in the end zone, he would save, like, his his whole family from dying in a car accident. Like, I, don't, I still don't think he could. Uh, he has this weird aversion to the end zone. Yeah, I know that's a very morbid comparison for um, <laughs> this, but it's he's bad at like at the at the goal line. So anyway, I, I yeah, I guess maybe Gore might does decrease the Marco Murray's. I completely forgot about Riddick, so maybe the Seahawks make sense. But I'm trying to think where else he would go, like unless the Colts snag him to replace Gore, but that wouldn't make any sense. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I wouldn't. Colts go Barkley. Who knows? Um, so I guess, I guess Lions or Seahawks make sense. Mm. Does it? But here's a question: Does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it does. I think he's gonna like be overdrafted just because of the name, wherever it is. So I think whoever goes to the Lions will have a decent year. Yeah, I would be like if it's Frank Gore on the Lions, like I would be okay like grabbing if it's like eighth round and Gore is there, you know, like RB three. Okay, fine. Um, if like if Murray's on the Seahawks, like he's gonna get drafted way higher than I want to take him. Yeah, I, that's. <laughs> I'll look it up. Where is he? Where is he going? Demarco Murray is going. He's currently going in the fifth right now. Really? That's crazy. Um, where's Gore going? Gore's going in like the seventh, late seventh. So. Okay. I, <sighs> Gore's a little high, but Demarco's way high for what I'd want. So, eh. yeah, I would take Gore if he if Gore went to the Lions and I was in the that late stage of the draft, he was available. I would take him because yeah. I 
I, I think that he'll be an integral part of Matt Patricia's game style. Yeah, yeah, I feel you there. Um, but yeah, so I guess on I guess we can talk about Gore too, since he's it seems like most likely lines for Gore. That's kind of like a less ambiguous one there. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I I would like that. Their run game has been abysmal. Yeah, like twelve seasons or something. I don't. They have some crazy stat where they haven't had a hundred yard rusher in like yeah, so long. It's been a while, and like Gore is almost thirty five. Like he's better than all the options they have. So right, like he almost hit a thousand yards against last year. Like, and honestly, like I, the touch there, there might be a lot more touchdown opportunities this year than there have been like in years past. Yeah, that's true. Like, the last four seasons, he's had four, six, four, three touchdowns. Like, that could easily go back to, like, six or seven or eight even. So, I see Gore with, like, an 800-yard stat line. Could be, like, 806. That could be reasonable. <clears throat> that's a good RB3 for you. Yeah. Nice flex guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Um, Pretty neat. Uh, let's see. So, we've got... Um, so Adrian Peterson, all right. Uh, cut. Yeah, he's been cut. I he will get signed somewhere, just because he's still Adrian Peterson. But I don't think he should get like, like he will get signed somewhere. But like I don't think it'll matter for fantasy purposes. Yeah, I, I think he's kind of like at the tail end because he doesn't want to be a backup, but he has to be a backup now. Like at this point. Right, which sucks because he was so amazing for so yeah. long, but he is a little old. He had a game or two last year with the Cardinals, but otherwise looked lackluster. Yeah, I, <clears throat> maybe like the Colts. I'm trying to think of anyone who would go after him. Mm-mm, maybe the Colts. Goes back um, to the Vikings. Yeah, it's not like Dalvin Cook's there. Um, right. Um. I'd be funny if New England got him. That'd be hilarious. I kill someone. Um, where else could he go? Maybe Baltimore. They don't have. Uh, they have a couple guys there. They've got Collins. Um, I'm like I'm just literally looking through the teams. Maybe Miami. Like if they don't trust Kenny and Drake. Um, I, I was looking through like maybe if Denver cuts CJ. Like I, I, the problem is like he's gonna want more money than he's worth. So like I'm kind of stuck like on where he's gonna go. Uh, he apparently wanted to go to Houston because that's where he's from. Yeah, and but, like they they might cut Lamar Miller, but they they have Dante Foreman there, and they like him a lot. So, yeah, like I could, maybe Tampa that would make that would make some sense. Tampa. They did get rid of uh, Doug, Doug Martin. Martin. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess Tampa like literally makes the most sense of any of these. So, yeah, nice that or warm. that or Washington. Washington just needs everything. Yeah, I, I guess Washington or Tampa. Tampa makes the most sense to me, so I'm gonna go with Tampa. That's a nice one. I like that. Yeah, Washington will be my second, but um, yeah, I'd say Tampa. I mean, at this point, it's really just like taking fucking guesses on it. So, right. I mean, you might as well. Yeah. Um. Uh, but either way, I don't know if he's if he matters for fantasy all next year, and if. Uh, like even if he already lands, like he was overdrafted this year, he'll be overdrafted no matter what. So meh. Um, yeah. See, Danny Woodhead. Patriots. Uh, yeah. I don't know what his value will be there, but I don't know if he has value anywhere. I think he's kind of just done. 
Um, I don't think so. I mean, if he goes to the Patriots, I don't think so. He'll have a couple of good weeks if he's to the Patriots. That'll happen. But, like, <laughs> eh. I don't. Like, he's good. He had his run. Uh, I'm not on board. <laughs> yeah, what happened last year? He got hurt, and then when he came back, he, he wasn't, like, the same. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I, there's something, I can't remember what it was. It was like a bad leg injury, I think. But I don't know. Maybe if he gets healthy, he'll have a better shot. But I mean, like, pass catching back, that's what he is. So, yeah. Someone needs that, and they'll get him. Obviously, the, the Patriots love that. So, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. let's see. We had, I talked about Jordy and Doug. Oh, Jeremy Macklin got cut. Man, it seems like so long since he was relevant. I know. He's just been floating around team to team doing virtually nothing now. Yeah, after uh, after the Eagles, he was just like... That was so bad. This, this past year with the Ravens was a business. Yeah, actually, his first year in Kansas City was fine. Like, he's just... I, has he been getting hurt, I guess? I don't know. Flacco's bad. That's part of it. <laughs> yeah, that offense was bad. Yeah, that team was just rough. Um, but he honestly it had to have been him a little bit. Yeah, I wonder where he ends up. Like, he's going to go somewhere. But I'm sure. Who needs receiver help? My, Miami? <laughs> Miami. They fucked up their cap enough. Who knows? Yeah, maybe Jets or Miami. They have a... To the Browns. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Jets, Miami. Maybe uh, maybe San Fran. That, would, that could work. I could see that. Put out with uh, Marquise and Pierre and, you know, Adam Macklin. Trying to think, Miami seems like a like Miami or the Jets make a lot of sense. Um, go to the Rams. Yeah, Buffalo needs him. <laughs> Buffalo needs anything. Buffalo needs everything. Yeah, McCarron needs a target. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's a couple. You know, there's an, I think a deficiency of elite wide receivers right now. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, Miami makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Actually, no, wait, no, never mind. They just they just got Amendola and oh, Albert Wilson. They, they have a lot. Of, so, never mind, not Miami. Jet, Jets, I guess, makes sense. Um, Buffalo. Maybe the Rams. Yeah, that, that makes sense, too. Yeah, because they got Woods and Cup, but then what? Ooh, yeah. you know what I would think would be the best? Dallas. Ugh. They have no one besides Dez, dude. <laughs> like, Yeah, well, they have... Um... Cole Beasley. Yeah, Cole Beasley and Terrence Williams and like Bryce Butler are other like other number twos, like combined number twos. Like combined right. but like it's Jeremy Macklin would instantly be the second best receiver on that team, is what I'm saying. Right. So I, Cowboys, listen <laughs> up, Jerry Jones, you know it. Um <laughs> we'll get that guy. He used to be an Eagle too. He got revenge. Yeah, really. Um That'd be that'd be that'd be neat to see. Um, <laughs> so next up, we've got two more tight ends. We've got uh, Eric Ebron and Julius Thomas. Ebron um, is gonna get signed in like the oh next yeah day or two. That's gonna be like instant. What if the Rams grab him? That'd be good. That'd be I something. Um, I th- okay. I think Denver makes a lot of sense. De- well, they have Jake Butt. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know if they believe in Jake Butt personally, but I mean, <laughs> Ebron's. I don't know. I don't know about believing in Ebron, but <laughs> um, 
let's see. I'm like, I'm going to make sense. I mean, Baltimore can make sense too. Um, who um, else needs a tight end? Um, the Jets do now, don't they? The Jets. <laughs> the Jets trade ASJ for Ebron, the most Jets move possible. God. <laughs> All the dropped passes I'm going to see. Yeah, um, I'm looking through. Maybe Arizona. Actually, they could benefit from it. They would never have a tight end. Yeah, they just don't. Yeah, Arians isn't related really to use tight ends, and he's gone now, so that may change. Um, but yeah, I wonder who Detroit's going to replace him with. Um, yeah, that was surprising. Yeah. So we've got Arizona, we've got Denver. Those seem like two likely spots. <coughs> that's that's the Kirk Cousins consolation is Eric Ebron, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jets, the Jets, the Broncos, and the Cardinals all need a tight ends. <laughs> Eric Ebron will show up in like a Kirk Cousins mask and be like, you like that, you like that. Yeah, <laughs> Just try to get them all cheered up. But I think he can be a fantasy relevant wherever he ends up. Um, Macklin, eh, I'm not me. Unless it's the Cowboys, I could consider it. But Eric Ebron, I think, could actually like be legitimate, like a like tight, not like the tight end, but like a tight end one because he was tight end twelve this past year. So yeah, and he has shown so much potential. He just is needs some better hands a yeah. little bit. He needs hands, just like any hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then um, I think a tight end like ten ish finish. I don't know. Like he'll be valuable. Um, and then Julius Thomas uh is, will not have any value. <laughs> <laughs> he might retire. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. Maybe like, some team will probably side him and try to like use him a little bit, but like I'm not touching him anywhere. Yeah, I see him going to, like, the Cardinals or something just to stand on the line and catch a pass every other game. Yeah, but him and him and Ricky Seals-Jones. Yeah, the dynamic <laughs> duo, if I ever heard one. Seals-Jones. That'd be something. Um, <laughs> All right, so, yeah, this is – I think we're through we're through it, right? Well, actually, some, some retirements. Uh, we'll just acknowledge uh, Paul uh, Pazlinski, whatever it is, Paul Pazlinski, the, the okay. Jags, Pazlinski. Uh, the Jags linebacker is retiring after a while. Um, Joe Thomas is retiring. That makes me sad just because, oh. like, the Browns had, have promised now and he's done. It's like, aw. But he put, like, a, like a minute clip out, like, a, from a, for, like, a retirement thing. Like, hey, like, thanks for everyone. And it was, like, so sweet because, like, he was, like, so thankful for all the shittiness his team put him through. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, yeah, dude got paid. Uh, he's trying to get out while he still has some health because, like, he hadn't missed a snap until this past year, right? So, right. so yeah, he's like, you know what? I'm calling it. So, uh, you yeah. know, dude, he like he got the Browns to the promised land, and he died like right there. He <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the Browns like martyr messiah hybrid. Right. <laughs> call That's a little weird. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> yeah, good old Joe Thomas, and then C.J. Fedorowicz is retiring. Um, the concussions, man. That's it's a real deal, man. It's 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 a scary thing these players have to deal with like every week. I know. And he's he had a lot this season. He was out just for so long, and he got got cussed again like right away. It's it's been rough for him. So yeah, like yeah, it's, save yourself, man. Just hang it up. Yeah, it's really sad to see a career get cut short by injury, especially like concussions, just because like you hope like he actually is you know okay. But like at least at least like the players know enough now to know that like that's a real thing now. So like they're they're at least aware of some of these like. Like a lot of these side effects of these concussions, and they know, like, okay, I need to stop putting my body at risk now. So, 
but you know, it's, it's tough to see because like he's a pretty solid player. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, only twenty six. So yeah, Ish. Twilight. Yeah, players are retiring a lot younger now too. It's kind of interesting to see that. Like, oh, there's been a lot of like since I'm mean, not since the concussion movie, but like since there's been we've gotten more info a lot recently over the past like five ten years about how like dangerous these concussions are and it's caused a lot of players to retire younger so get in make your money get out yeah man being a backup quarterback is the life uh apparently or a kicker yeah <laughs> like a QB a... makes more though i think yeah well what is it because chase daniel signed with the bears and like he's played how many games in his career like what's he what does he have to do he's taken he's he's attempted 78 passes in his career wow um and let's see how much has he made let me chase daniels what contracts i guess um i could probably get through his previous ones i'd imagine um he's definitely got at least 20 million dollars to his name yeah the um, course of his career so yeah for the ones he just signed with the browns it was um two years 10 million like that's already worth it <laughs> Yeah, he was with the Saints for a bit. Um, yeah, dude. Like <laughs> the backup is it like isn't it like Blue Mountain State the one where the guy like wants to like wants to be a backup quarterback? Right. Yeah, that's like the main character enjoys just being the backup. <laughs> that's great. So yep, yep, yep. Career earnings. He's uh, gotten about twenty four million um, this? from being a backup. <laughs> Hasn't taken any concussions. Yep, backup QB is the life. <laughs> but um, yeah. So these have been the signings, trades, uh, all that shit. The free agent fuckery, as I labeled this doc. <laughs> um, the free agent fuckery. Yeah, this is crazy this year. Yeah, this has been like the most active off season. I like. I, I've been into football for about like 10, 11 years now. Uh, yeah, I've done. I've yeah, this will be my 11th year in fantasy football. So, yeah, this is, from what I can remember, the craziest offseason I've seen. So, As far as I've been watching, I think it has been as well. There have been yeah. a couple of years where some cool stuff happens, but not this much, this quickly. Yeah, I think, I think honestly, getting all these like, young guys as coaches is helping a lot. <laughs> it's it's no longer going to be the, the good old boys club. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I mean, like, I mean, Jeff Fisher's donezo. Like, all these guys who've been in the league forever, like, are finally, like, getting moved out because they're obsolete. And, like, these young guys, like McVeigh and all that, and Peterson are, like, worth something, and they're pretty good. So, it's it's good to see things changing over. And with that, you know, we're getting the GMs being ballsier, too. So, yeah, I love our, my, the Jets GM right now. Yeah, it's, it's good for the league having all this turnover. So, Oh, by the way, Tyler Eifert re-signed with Cincy. Oh, he did? Yeah. Ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if he's healthy, he is so good. But, man, he cannot stay healthy. God, he's like Jordan Reed. He's like, yeah, he's approaching Bradford levels of, like... (laughs) Because, like, like, yeah, him and Reed, like, they're all so good. But, like, they are so hurt. So what was the contract for? I think it's one year, eight million. That sounds about right. Eight million is a little higher than I expected, but yeah, one year. I like I knew it was a one. Could be a one year. Like how could it not be a one year? Right. Stay so, healthy. Make some moves. Yeah. Oh, 
a video of Kaepernick working on the uh, quarterback drills. Oh man. Uh oh. I think he. I think he gets back in the lead this year. Really. I feel like he will. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll like if he. I mean, obviously, if he doesn't this year, he's done so like for sure. Because like, there's a lot of rookies this year, so like that it's gonna be a team that doesn't get a rookie and their starter gets hurt, and they're gonna be like, okay, we're doing this. Pull the trigger. Right, like the Broncos or something. Who, yeah. Like, didn't get a QB in case Keenum gets hurt. Like, all right, get over here. Yeah, or yeah. like the Ravens if Flacco gets hurt, like <laughs> oh, that'd be rough, man. Oof. I got like some of these teams have like no backup. Like remotely. Yeah. And, won't, and like the Ravens might take a rookie, like, okay, the Titans, like, they have Mariota, but they 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 have no backup, they're not taking a rookie. Like if Mariota gets hurt, they're like yeah. <laughs> so like I don't even know who the backup is. is yeah, because Castle's not there anymore. I don't think so. Jake Locker's done, right? <laughs> I forgot, man. I want to like have a podcast where we go through like we take ten minutes to go through all these quarterback busts that like <laughs> where I've been in the league. <laughs> oh, you know man. that does bring up a point I wanted to make, um, dude. It is very likely that if there are five quarterbacks taken in the first round this year at least two will be busts oh yeah like they don't all have to be but like <laughs> there are like at, at least five first round quarterbacks right i like so there i mean like we've got mayfield we've got darnold we've got allen we've got jackson we've got rosen um mason there's mason rudolph there's uh who's the, there's another guy there's a couple more but like some of these guys are gonna shit the bed and we're gonna all wonder like how how we ever thought they were worth something right i i am yeah i don't want to go too much into draft stuff we can still cast for that yeah but just yeah. I, i'm there are definitely some quarterbacks that i think have potential and there are some that i'm like oh man yeah, yeah. I, there's one that i'm relatively sure will be the bust of the group <laughs> <laughs> and we're probably on the same page with this it but be the same one yeah so we'll save that for the draft cast um draft so cast. Yep. Draftcast. <laughs> Draftcast. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, thanks everybody for uh, tuning in to this fine episode of Free Agent Fuckery of Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the motherfucking muscle. <laughs> <laughs> I like to say it that way. Um, you, do you want to give a cool outro too? No, no, I'm all set. <laughs> yeah, the, the motherfucking Mozzie. It was both and so motherfucking before. It sounds kind of cool. Um, right. Man, once this gets on iTunes, we need that explicit tag, though. <laughs> That's going to happen. Oh, yeah. And we, both, we both it's say too many curse words just naturally. <laughs> it just flows like water. Yeah. Water. Like fucking water. <laughs> um, all right. Yep. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, hope you hope you enjoyed it. Yep. Thanks. 16-0 and 0 now. The ultimate swap <laughs> nobody expected. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, like, there's nowhere to go but up. So like, even if they just go eight and eight, like it's still like double. double. <laughs> yeah, that's like a monumental improvement. <laughs> well, actually, I guess it'd be more than double, because I mean they they won zero percent, so I don't know how you double that. But like, <laughs> yeah, if they go from 0 and sixteen to eight and eight, that's like next season they're gonna be perfect. Right. <laughs>
No, it's all dependent on, like, honestly, like, if they still are shit this year, like, Hugh Jackson's got to be just out of there. Yeah, I was about to say, if they start the season off and they go, like, 0-6, I think they're going to fire at midseason. Yeah. Well, they they have Haley now as the OC, which I think will help. Because yeah. well, my thing is, like, I think Hugh Jackson's a good OC. I just don't think he's a good head coach. Like, nothing, like, against him personally. It's just like he's better suited for being an OC. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. Like, I'm just imagining, like, what could, like, Andy Reid do with that team right now, you know? But, um, <laughs> get him to win the division and lose in the first round. Of the <laughs> it's hey, man, if the Browns make it to the playoffs, it's huge anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, um, yeah, because we're gonna this. Oh, dude, have you ever okay, have you ever had a Corazon shot? Yes, I have. They're really painful. Yeah, I got one in my knee on Saturday, and like halfway through it, I was like, oh, oh buddy, wowie, <laughs> this is something. <laughs> Uh, yeah, was your, like, did you have a sore? Yeah, so they said it was, like, PFS, whatever that is. It's, like, patellofemoral syndrome. I don't know. <laughs> it's, like, patellofemoral, some, something around the patella and the femur, some shit. But, like, okay. basically, it was, like, super inflamed, and my kneecap was, like, a little shifted. So, um, they gave me some, like, PT stuff to do, and then the cortisone shot, and some super prescription-grade anti-inflammatories. Basically, it was just, like, really fucking inflamed. So... So what I get for trying to do cardio, man. Patellofemoral syndrome. Yeah, I was, I was pretty much on it. It's it's if you look up knee PFS, that'll come up. Yeah. Runner's knee, baby. Yeah, no, I don't run. That's why I was like, what the actual fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, it, I pretty so every time like I start cutting like an add in cardio, like I get a little bit of like issue with it, but it goes away. This time it didn't. I was, I didn't even do as much cardio either, so I was so confused. Like that's what the issue was, but um, I switched over my routine a bit, so I was doing I was doing like leg stuff more often. I'm like, man, that's what I get. Just got to stick with my bro split and no cardio. I won't hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> no more cardio. It's yeah, bad dude. For you. I know. Now I have like legitimate reason. I was always like, oh, I don't like it, <laughs> but now I have like, oh no. <laughs> oh man, I freaking hate cardio, and now I know why. My, I'm not meant for it. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably true, though. Some people's bodies are simply more genetically disposed to do intense, like, cardio. Yeah, it's, like, you know, like, Darko, like, he, like, I would see him, like, running around, like, back behind, uh, like, Benton and Farmer and stuff all the time, and he just had the biggest smile on his face. I'm like, you sadistic motherfucker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he always, just, like, always but he's, Yeah, he's always smiling. I don't, I don't get it, but, um... Yeah, anyway, I, I'm actually going to go grab my ice pack real quick. I just remembered I didn't have that. So I'm going to do that while we record this. So no okay. memento. About using a controller is that it's on triangle, which means you have to take your thumb off of your uh, look movement, uh... use it, which, like, bothers me a little bit. So I just switched it to the trigger on the PS4 controller. There and you then go. Out. Yeah, she's... Like, I've been trying her a bit. She's tough, though. Like, I've had a couple of cool moments, but, like, you've got to have really good aim. <laughs> I'm fairly good with her. I, I kind of play the DPS support role a lot, mm -hmm. like one of those two, so I'm decent with her. I'm yeah. just trying to get that ult game up. Yeah, it's, her, it, dro it drops so much, too, man. When you throw it, it's like, bloop. I'm like, that's heavy. <laughs> Come on. I know, right? 